All right, folks, this show is sponsored by Anchor. A while back, we switched over to Anchor as our hosting platform for Panel to Panel. And to be honest, it's actually been one of the best experiences we've had when it comes to hosting our podcast. A lot of people think making a podcast is super difficult, but Anchor actually allows you to record and edit your podcast all on your phone if that's what you want to do. Anchor even helps you get your podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other places like that. That way you can get your podcast to a wide audience of different people. And the best part about it, it's totally free. So go ahead, check out Anchor.fm, or download the Anchor app on your phone or through the App Store or the Google Play Store and check it out today. Now let's turn the page and get to this week's episode of Panel to Panel. What's going on, good people of the internet? It's time for On Comics Grounds.com flagship podcast, panel to panel, where a bunch of folks shoot the breeze and talk about comic books and such. We are back once again, once again, talk about all that good nerdy news and comic goodness that we do every week when we can, hopefully every week, but sometimes you know what, some people get uh, have their birthdays and get fucking wasted, like I did last week, and I had uh, two lesbians watching over me while we uh, depressingly watch New Mutants, but we're not going to talk about that. We'll do a different episode soon on that. Um, but um, this is a uh, panel to panel where we do all that fun, common, good shit. Don't forget that you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Pandora, Amazon Music, and Audible. Um, basically, anywhere you can listen to a podcast besides SoundCloud. Also, fa- I got an email today. Funnily enough, and Anne, you might appreciate this because we'll get to you in a second, but apparently Facebook is sending out invitations for people to post their podcasts on their Facebook pages. So um, get ready for us to be on Facebook soon once James goes through that process tomorrow. So get ready for that. Um, Maybe I might even have it up before uh, I post this episode. I don't know. But we're going to go ahead and dive straight in. You can follow us on Twitter at PTP underscore podcast, where our social media manager, Ian, was live tweeting the DC fandom all day today. So that was a fun time. And in general, and actually, like, I actually, like, used all of his live tweets to basically create the agenda for the evening. So thank you, Ian, for some good live tweeting. And we're going to go ahead and dive straight into this. My name is James Portis. To my left, we have the man who, uh, with the fro, who apparently is doing really good lo- uh, losing weight recently from what we talked about earlier. Good job, Travis. We, ha- we have, and also he is going to be b- uh, binging of the DC fandom on the side because he fell asleep again like last year. We have Travis Tucker. How are you doing again today, sir? Bat chick crazy. <laughs> I can't believe he just said that. He just said that. Guess where I'm at. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah he just said that. I love okay, you, Travis. <laughs> All right. To my right, we have the woman, much like myself, is is uh, inebriated in one way or another. We are going to be enjoying a fun time of um, legal um, things. I don't know. Legal. I don't, yeah, it's legal. It's legal in most states. Um, uh, beer, beer, and weed gummies are always a great time. Um, Mary, uh, how are you doing this evening after the fun DC fandom we have enjoyed? They uh, enjoyed fandom, and do you want to hear the really weird thing? You you want Lucy Liu to step on you? 
no that's just like standard fare like even before this like if, if we're going back, let's just go back to like ally mcbeal oh my god <laughs> yeah okay actually here's a fun lucy Lou fact did you know that she and callista flockhart were the first interracial lesbian kiss on television thank you ally mcbeal okay anyway, how are you doing today man but uh, the weird, the weird thing is that fandom was really exciting for me, and Victoria actually enjoyed it too. Wow, that doesn't sound like a Victoria thing to do. All right. Oh, you know, and we... she says she says that the reason you thought she was personable last week was because she was intoxicated the whole time. That's fair. I mean, we showed her spawn, and she didn't die, so I think that's yeah. A we we, good we made poor Victoria watch spawn. Oh, no. Wait, like, wait, the Michael J. White <laughs> spawn? Like, yeah, we, 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 we showed her spawn, and like her, her facial expressions were the funniest shit ever. We should have recorded this. Like, like when, literally, when he pops that cape for the first time, her face was just like, the fuck? Like, literally, me, me and Mary are just kicking back drinks, and Victoria's just sitting there with the mics hard, just appalled at what she's viewing on her te- on the television screen. <laughs> oh, I found the Batman trailer going back to Muse. All right, cool. And then we, we're not doing under introductions anyway. So, our guest for the evening is some, is someone we have wanted to have on the show for a while, but you know what? Schedules are a bitch. Uh, we, uh, she is one of our amazing writers over at OCG, and she uh, has her own comic podcast, The Comics Collective. You know her as one of the coolest people on comics Twitter. Uh, and Talks Comics, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good. I feel like underprepared because I don't have anything to drink. I need to be doing some fun, like <laughs> like legal things, and like, yeah, the fandom <laughs> parts of the fandom definitely put me in the mood for it. So like, this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be interesting. I'm so excited to hear what you all have to say about some of the stuff that, um, yeah, it's it was a bit up up and down for me. So I'm I'm excited to talk about it. Honestly, I was watching it in the background at work, and I'm just mm-hmm. like. The roller coaster. That's a great way to describe it. It was a roller coaster because some yeah. moments you're like ready to scream, and sometimes you're ready to throw the whole damn TV out the window. So, all right, let's go ahead and dive into this monstrosity yes. that because while yes, you two easy... sound like you were both really dignified while watching, and I was just stuffing my face with Chipotle. I mean, <laughs> really, yeah. it's I. You're not alone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so like, I mean, I I had ice cream cake on my lunch break, so I'm I'm feeling pretty good. Um, because like, I had the last piece of, of my birthday cake uh, for for, for lunch, huge. and it was fun. It was one of those Dairy Queen ice cream cakes with like like, like half chocolate, half uh, vanilla, and like fudge and cookies in the middle. It's so uh-huh. good. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm pretty sure the sugar from that cake is what sustained Victoria on the drive home. That's hilarious. So, oh, and I want to make a point that yes, we did go see James this past weekend, but everybody was vaccinated. I don't want to fucking hear it. Yes, I've been vaccinated since the first week that my age group could have it because I got it while I was working at CVS. So that that's a fun thing about me. Um, so let's go ahead and dive straight into the JSA featuring uh, The Rock. I mean, oh, the Black <laughs> Adam movie <laughs> because, oh, that's, because so true. I, that's all true. I mean, honestly, like I, I I'll be one hundred percent honest with you. Like, and they were milking it, like, so true. And even, like, um, um, old girl, uh, Tiffany Smith even made the, like, said the same line that, um, Dwayne Johnson said after the trailer rolled. We're like, oh, he was born to play this, right? I'm like, no. Literally everybody and their mama wanted him to play Lobo. And, like, then we found out Jason Momoa was the better pick for Lobo. But then he played Aquaman. Like, like, yeah, he's the best one for this, but his head's too big now. <laughs> like. I don't he know. Has the ears. I will forgive almost everything if he has the ears. 
he doesn't have the ears. They showed it in the trailer. Uh, so it's, so it's oh very. Oh my god! And there was even like a behind the scenes photo that leaked that shows him in the full costume without the hoodie, and he he like he doesn't have the ears. <laughs> god damn you, Bear. Um, so in general. The, like so this, like they, they only gave me a little bit of a snippet, and we saw like the moment where the members of confirmed from the IMDb page checkmate go to uh make um Adam appear at whatever temple or like like a temple of eternity he's at and imprisoned because they say the magic word, he shows up and starts killing people, and it was a cool scene. I'll I'll be straight up with th- seeing Dwayne Johnson throw people around like. He's an actor. He's a WWE wrestler. Um, last week, he became a rapper. Because if, if you haven't seen the, the, the music video yet, it's weird. But in general... I just I want to say out loud and on the air, fuck you, Tech 9 for that. <laughs> Leave Tech 9 alone! <laughs> Tech 9 wanted his check, and he took his check. No, leave, leave that man alone. No. <laughs> Travis I'm- will not let it go. Hey man, that track kind of slapped. I'm not gonna lie. Like everything. I would the- rather listen to Shaq rap again. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, Kazam was a good movie. I'll die on that hill. But no, no, I'm talking about Shaq Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so like the little snippet we got was really cool. It was like, but, but then the part that really made my day was seeing the, the JSA that we got the announcement of who was going to be playing them last year um, at DC Fandom. So we have, um, hold on, Quintessa Swindell as Cyclone. Like, she, like, and, like they even show the iconic Cyclone logo from the Jeff Johns uh, J- JSA relaunch. Um, you have uh, Noah Centennial playing Adam Smasher. His, like, like the little the shot of his logo was kind of cool. Like, how, like, that, like, the cool Kevlar woven into it was dope. And then... What meant a lot to me was Aldous Hodge, one of my favorite characters um, uh, that I've ever seen just, like, be an emo in a spy show ever. And if you know the show, you understand how good it was. But just, like, you see him emo just, like, standing there. Like, just in that little dark warehouse-looking set they got him in. And he's playing Carter Hall. And, wow, we live in a 21st century where we can have a black man be Hawkman. Wow. Never thought I'd see the day. (laughs) I just like, wow, the idea of an Egyptian character being played by a black man. It's It's absolutely just insane. Right. And And then the biggest highlight of the entire thing that literally had me say, Dwayne Johnson, who... Um, I don't need you no more, is Pierce Brosnan as fucking Dr. Fate. Like, holy shit, I never knew I needed this in my life. <laughs> like, I'm going to be honest with you. It's a, For me, it's like they took, I don't know, maybe it's because of Pierce Brosnan, the person, and his career. Mm-hmm. But it feels like they just shoved a bunch of Indiana Jones in my James Bond. <laughs> Honestly, no. It's like they sh- they shoved Doctor Strange in my my James Bond is what it feels like. Like the idea that you could have this stoic motherfucking dude just pull up and just like cast some like some magic on you. I'm with it. Can I um, can I be inappropriate for a moment? I mean, we've already we've, we've already talked about Lucy Lou stepping on you. I think we're already past the ship. <laughs> <honey>. Okay. <clears throat> but Doctor Fate shoving into James Bond does sound like something you'd be into, James. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> also, I there's think it's some, really funny. There's a that... weird helmet pun in the middle of that. 
somewhere, yeah. <laughs> I actually watched Dante's Peak last night, so I think it's funny that I watched a Pierce Bronson movie last night. Oh my god. <laughs> so, so, in general, and you are our guest, how do you feel about the idea of this Black Adam movie being more about the JSA than Black Adam? That's I, I'm I'm hopeful for that. I'm such a JSA fangirl, and I'm just the only thing that upset me about the little glimpse we got is we didn't get to see any of these JSAers in action because mm. just from the little bit we did see, like just Black Adam grabbing that dude by the throat and shocking the flesh from his bones, that was so intense. And I'm just like, if they bring half of that to any of these other characters, this is gonna be mm. such a packed movie. And it's just part part of me is a little scared. Like I hope I don't know what role they're gonna play in here, but if they're up against Adam, that's like I don't Cyclone keep her away. I don't the, the last time I heard of the JSA against Black Adam, he whooped two divisions of them at the same time. Yeah, yeah. That was during that um the fifty two World War Three arc. That was mm-hmm. yeah. I <laughs> It's like, I'm excited, but I'm also scared for my JSA, because it's like, we know that they're not really around later, so I'm just like, where did they go? And it's like, we keep having this reckoning of bringing up the JSA and things, and to the point that now where we're having um, Jay Garrick, John Wesley's ship be on Stargirl. And it's like, this is really cool, but I don't want stupid shit to happen to my old people. Like, this is the <laughs> one time where I'm like, leave the old people alone. Protect the elderly. <laughs> this is the one time where protecting the elderly <laughs> is a good thing. But it's um, important this time. Right. And it's so I'm very much just like I'm watching this specifically for everybody but Dwayne Johnson. Like something... this... oh, go ahead, Mary. No, go I was ahead. gonna say something important that I do wanna point out is that um James the Jabroni. <laughs> not just say that, that to me. <laughs> That um, uh, Sarah Shahi is in the movie, and she is. Uh, yes, she's. Do you know who she's playing? Uh, she's playing Isis. Isis, isn't she? She she's playing Adrian Tabaz. <laughs> so and you know the the even more hilarious thing is that she's an L word veteran. So I'm like Carmen, <laughs> even though that show is terrible. But the fact that we're getting a more in-depth look at Isis, because, you know, we got her a bit in Legends of Tomorrow, and Tala Ashe does a great job, but I'm a huge fan of the comic book 52. And um, Adriana and Black Adam, they have a really interesting storyline in that book. And Isis ends up going through a bunch of shit. So just make 52 a movie already. That's my thing. But I'm really excited to see not only do we have uh, the Justice Society, which I'm a massive fan. We have, you know, The Rock. And he's extra, but you can't say he doesn't commit to a role because he does. Oh, yeah. And right. I think, sells I think seats can... a lot, like just being on a ticket sells seats. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Why do you think Black Adam is getting a solo film? Right. You see, here's the thing. And we'll talk about this when we get to that point. But I'm more excited to see him be Crypto the Super Dog than I am to see him be Black Adam. Really? In the yes. fucking disrespect. That's interesting. And the sad part is, I don't even want to see Super Pets because the idea of Kevin Hart being Ace the Bat Hound makes me chronically ill. 
Like, see, like, James <laughs> Dude, to, to quote The Rock in another feet. movie, you better watch that big-ass forehead because he's going to kill it as Black Adam. You you did not just fucking Tyrese me. <laughs> I can't stand you. But no, like, you know, no, if Streaky's there, Mary's right. If Streaky's there, we're good. But, like, Kevin Hart as Ace the Bad Hound feels like so much disrespect. Like, you, like, I, now Kevin Hart is Streaky, that makes though, sense. To Bruce or to Ace? Both. It's not Ace's yeah. fault he has a voice like that. <laughs> and, like, like, literally, like, literally the, old, the entire teaser is literally just, like, Ke- uh, the rock flying around his crypto, and then Kevin Hart peeing on a, on a statue as Ace. <laughs> And it's, it's like symbolic. it's symbolic. The, the disrespect. <laughs> I think to be fair though, there it's kind of the same thing. Like Crypto's an actual super dog and Ace is a regular regular dog with a mask on. <laughs> I hate when you're right. Um alright. So you know, um and like, is there any more, more stuff? Actually, Travis, you didn't say what you did. Do you, do you care about the rock the rock doing this? Like I know you seem to be very excited about it. I'm actually like, pretty excited for the Hulk or for the Rock to be Black Adam. Uh because uh, I, I grew up watching Adam. him on WWE back in the day when he was like Rocky Maivia. So mm-hmm. this this has me hype. This is full mm-hmm. circle for me. And like, don't get me wrong, I love the rock when it comes to his early work. But my biggest issue is the fact that he's so big that he said, nah, I don't want to be the villain in the Heroes movie that I'm supposed to be in to the point that we need to make Dr. Sylvantes like a fucking jacked motherfucker for no reason. No, I have to literally have my own fucking movie and and randomly tie in the JSA because I was involved with them for maybe two seconds once. Just, just to have my own movie. Like I have, I, mean, I have that big of a dick that I need to have. I have my own movie. Which, granted, you have done the work to earn that. I understand. Uh-huh. But the fact that you are so entitled that you can't be the villain in a Shazam movie, like, come on, bro. Come on. If if his big dick is what gets us the JSA for the first time on screen, I'm let him swing uh-huh. it wherever he uh-huh. wants. You know? I mean, okay, fair. Shit on but the camera lens, like what? <laughs> Let him pull a Batman damned and let just swing it everywhere. I don't care. <laughs> this is gonna be the greatest show ever. Oh my god. So it's just like I, I don't know. I just I'm very okay, like his like yo, the whole like Zachary Levi punching of like a, a Jack Sylvantis was cool, but I'm just like that, imagine how much cooler that would have been if that shot of like him killing the people in the tomb would have been in the fucking Shazam movie. Like I'm sure come on. Up to it. I'm sure we'll get that in like Shazam 3. I'm sure like Fury of the Gods is going to end with that serious post-credit scene where they are going to meet and cuz they definitely hit that in that first movie. That, that feels like is disrespect that... That, that that we have to work that that like Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu have to be a stepping stone for the rock. That feels disrespectful. Oh, okay. Well, I now I don't like that... it anymore. <laughs> All I know <laughs> is that the first Shazam movie promised me Mr. Mind, and where is my tiny evil worm already? He was in the post credit scene. Calm like, down. Oh I didn't. Yeah, no, didn't... like he's in the post credit scene, but like I want it. I completely right. forgot about Mr. Mind. <laughs> All right, so we have gotten through the Black Adam portion. So the next portion of the, of the DC Fandom episode is specifically for James. 
We are going to get through it. We will not have an argument of, of if Amber Heard and Johnny Depp are shitty people. We're not doing it. I don't care. I don't care about Amber Heard. I didn't care about her in the first movie. Ian, I'm sorry. I don't care about Johnny Depp. I don't care about fucking uh, Fantastic Beasts. I'm here for Momoa. I'm here for fucking dude who plays Bla uh, Black Manta because I love him and his giant Dr. Manhattan dick. I care for everybody else. And his giant Dr. Manhattan dick. dick. Like I'm, like I'm, ha I'm, I'm here for everybody. Else. Yo, that's totally like where the already. King Manhattan thing came from, and you just completely threw me off. Like, <laughs> well, well, like we live in a we live in a world where Doctor Manhattan and Black Manta are the same person. Like, what do you want from me? I'm just like, amazed we're two for two on the dick references so far. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like we're gonna we're gonna make this quick because I know people are upset about Amber Heard, but like I'm here for everybody else but her. So like, put the white woman in the corner. We don't need her. Let's talk about this fucking movie. The I shot... have a name, thank you. God damn it, Mary. <laughs> but like, there's two of you. I'm listening to two of you tonight. I can't do that. But like, I cherish y'all. <laughs> anyway, anyway, shots look cool. Fuck everybody else on the internet. The stealth suit looks cool. Uh, I'm excited for giant seahorses. Um, the the new mantis suit looks fucking dope. I was Amazing. I I, I, I like the original. It was very modernized to the Manta design, but now that we're getting the giant chrome head with the pipes, I'm like, yeah, bitch. So I'm very much just like, I, I love this. I love everything about this. I can't wait to see what else you do for me. Please give me more good shit. And now that we've gotten through this, and you also appreciate good Aquaman uh, like stuff. A little bit, How do you yeah. feel about what's going down here? I'm pretty freaking happy with it. I'm excited to see them going to new places. I'm excited to see that um, Ocean Master's returning and that Black Manta's returning. And oh my god. Like, a lot of people are talking about how much they liked the Black Manta costume in the first movie. I'm gonna be honest. It never completely clicked with me, but this is clicking with me. This is beautiful. This is one of the I, best I villain costumes, costumes I've ever seen. I love the I other costume a lot, but like, this, the, you gave me like the animated series to a T. Mm -hmm. Like, exactly. you did me that good shit. So, you know, like, I'm very excited for this. And so, so it's like, we got, well, like, like, uh, Mary, do you, you want to talk about Aquaman or no? I mean, yeah, I like Aquaman, just maybe not like you like Aquaman. But like, do you want to talk about the footage and, and, the, and, the, and the discussion of that, that section? Or do you not want to discuss that? I mean, like, you guys already kind of hit on all the points that I would have talked about. I think the suits look fantastic. Yes. Like, I am always a sucker for on-par um, costuming department. And I feel like, you know, they did it in the first one, too. But I feel like they, that costuming team really understood the assignment. Mm -hmm. That they hit it out of the park. And it looks like they're going to hit it out of the park again. So I'm really excited to see. And I will pay for two tickets if... If I can get Julie Andrews as another kaiju monster. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, Travis, I feel like you're still binging. Do you want to talk about Aquaman or are you good? Um, I'm scrolling looking for the Aquaman part on DC's fandom actual page. Uh, what the hell, DC? It's not here. It's like in the first like 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 three sections of the, of the of the fandom. Just scroll backwards. Black Adam, Grant Gustin. Uh, oh yeah, that, that reminds me. Um, I didn't actually put it in the notes. But um, Grant Gustin got his gold boots. I don't know if anyone cares, but like, yay! I I do. <laughs> I, I actually no. It, like when we got to the Shazam sneak peek, I'm like, oh, he has gold boots. I I'm be honest. I really wish he had gold boots. 
before I got sick of the show. Um. See, my thing is, I refuse to watch anymore because not only did you give me um, that bastardization of a one-shot character of Nora Allen because she doesn't exist in any any other timeline besides besides one DC Rebirth um, future timeline that no one cares about because she's the child of Jessica Jessica Cruz and Flash. Um, And then you had the gall to make Bartholomew Allen II be the son of Barry Allen instead of his grandson. And I wanted to rip out the throat of whoever wrote it. And I refuse to watch anymore. Grant Gustin, I'm happy you got your boot. I feel like you got too I far. I feel like you got too far. You you don't want to mention um how do I put this? The the Barry oh. Allen, Toby Maguire in his emo phase from <laughs> Spider-Man 3 fusion that was Savitar. <laughs> I had erased oh. that from my mind, but thank you for bringing that back to me. PTSD nightmares. I gave up on that. I straight up said, you know what? I, I, like, the minute I saw Zoom was like a weird-ass fucking black like suited <laughs> monster thing, I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, that's when I okay, quit, so and then it got worse. That because they had that police station scene, that was awesome. Mm. And then Savitar it was like that crazy... They were doing the the speed force fighting where they're running through the speed force and Savitar was just kicking the hell, kicking the shit out of Barry, kicking the mm-hmm. shit out of him. And then it was emo Barry, and I was like, "That's it, I'm done, I'm done." <laughs> All right, like, so Savitar was an actual character. Like yeah, he could have yeah. had a personality. Like, like yeah, he wasn't shit in the comics, but a random speed god. But like, you didn't need to make him emo Barry. Like, come on now. Anyway, um, we might need to do an episode on CW shit one day, but I don't have the patience right now. Um, now, the thing that uh, everyone in the room will be excited about was they brought legends, well, uh, yeah, we brought, they brought legends to the table, not legends of tomorrow, we don't talk about that show, but legends to the table, um, tomorrow's show's awesome, what? No, um, <laughs> uh, at least in my opinion, no, um, the only person I care about is Laurel, and everyone else can just roll over and die, um, anyway. Uh- because they turned Commander Steel into a joke, and I hate it. Anyway, kidding me? Um, anyway, um, Dennis Cowan and Reggie Hudlin came on to talk about milestone shit, and milestone shit is what I got, and I'm very excited about it because not only did they announce that um, Icon and Rocket, um, Static, and Hardware are all getting season twos next year uh, once their season ones have concluded in the comics, um, they also announced that we're finally getting a Blood Syndicate book, which holy fucking shit, yes, um, because. And we, we still are need to do our milestone episode sooner or later. Um, but Blood Syndicate book coming back is very fucking good. Now, where's the Shadow Cabinet book, you may ask? I don't fucking know, but this is a start. So we will be excited for the little Better bit give of... give me my goddamn Shadow Cabinet book. We're, we're working on it, damn it. <laughs> but um, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm going to let y'all finish, but... Milestone Compendium We're not there yet. One. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They also Ooh, announced we're, we're getting good. a yeah, we're, we're, they finally announced we're getting a, a printed compendium part one of like all of the milestone shit that like isn't in print anymore. So like yay. Cause I, that I shit is that impossible. Time. I mean, I I would really like to see them back up the um the other books on digital and i know a lot of that was linked to the lawsuit that has been settled i believe out of court we don't know the uh, specifications of that settlement they're getting better but... about it because they've been dropping more icon recently i noticed that so like yeah. comicsology is getting more icon they're getting better about it but in general 
Um, but I mean, Milestone is far more. Oh, God, I'm going to go on my Milestone rant. Uh, milestone is far more than just Icon and Rocket and Static. Right. Sometimes read. hardware. And Sometimes there hard. is there is so much more to the world that they created. Like, Dakota is a fascinating comic book landscape. Yeah. And I really want more people to be able to experience the full range of just what they did. Like the snippet that is mainstream in, you know, the pop culture sphere, if you will, is amazing. But that's uh, that's even a fraction of the like the dope ass shit they were able to do. True. I've just started my milestone journey like this year. And I've only managed to read, you know, Static and Icon and Rocket, but it's made me want to read so much more. And this compendium, like, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but mm-hmm. it's like 1,300 pages for $60. Mm-hmm. That, I'm about to pre-order that with my comic shop. Like, that's... I'm just, considering I'm just like, oh, hey, I want to read Milestone. I have to dig through seven boxes and bag and board 50 <laughs> bazillion issues. Mm-hmm. And it was then... one of those- I actually had to go digging through my long boxes at the local comic shop to see if I could find any icons. Mm. There wasn't anything digitally. Yeah, like literally up until last year when they said they were going to start doing the stuff digitally, unless you dug through the print shit and made that that stuff less valuable and tried to read it, the only way you were finding Milestone on digitally is if you you pirated it. And that's what sucked. But now we're slowly getting more and more of it on Comixology and DC Universe Infinite, which, eh. Um... I, I, it's cool that we're getting more stuff. Um, the one, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's it's weird to me, and uh, don't get me wrong, I'm super excited for them to lean more into Milestone, but it, to me it feels like, like, I don't know, they couldn't commit to Future State, but if they do something similar with the Milestone title on it, somehow comic readers are going to be more okay with it this way. I mean, uh, fortunately... <clears throat> as excited as we are and as excited as a lot of hardcore comic fans are milestone is gonna be a tricky sell i can tell you that just from retail experience because mm. they've been out of you know kind of the larger dc scope since mcduffie died because um shadow cabinet appeared in as a, a foil to the justice league in his um justice league runway back in the day mm. And, you know, that was actually the last time we saw some of these characters, yeah, including, like... including my, my favorite lesbians. Um, mm-hmm. Look, Milestone was doing more for LGBTQ representation in the early 90s than most publishers are doing now. Honestly. And, like, and the thing about it is, uh, uh, Travis brings up a good point, and we'll talk about this when we get to Naomi, because I have a lot of words for that poor girl. Um, my... My my biggest thing that I, and I, I've said this purposely on the show before that while yes some things from Future State are staying we have Jace Fox which um and we have J- Jackson um Hyde being Aquaman which new news that dropped and like and things are coming for panel to panel which is awesome uh more to announce soon um but just in general for dc we're getting an aquaman book which cool as fuck (laughs) but for men i'm gonna be honest with you the way that you said that brought baja men to my mind shut up see i'm thinking more like a chippendales routine that's what i figured she was gonna say but you that's not about right for you but no, um, they announced that Brandon Thomas and uh, Chuck Brown are going to be working on a Arthur and Jackson like team of book how they did with Miles and Peter, which okay, cool. But like, 
my big my biggest fear with that is we're just gonna end up doing like what the Miles and Peter book did, where it's like, hey, I appreciate you also being a Spider Man, but like I'm gonna go still go do stuff and sell more books than you because white people like me more, and that's what worries me so much about this. But we'll get to that later on in a few weeks. So in terms of in terms of this. Um, from there, the big thing that was, uh, like, hitting it big was the fact that they announced that, uh, yes, Michael B. Jordan and the writing team are working on, um, the, the static movie. Cool, great, grand, wonderful. Um, then they announced that we're getting a milestone animated movie, which, cool. Just do Shadow War. Just do Shadow War. Just do Shadow War. It is primed and ready for an animated launch. And it would yes. be a great introduction to Milestone for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And that's, what, that's all we got to say about that. Like, so, Reggie, Dennis, just do Shadow War. Um, but just in general, uh, Mary, you are the Milestone expert. How, what, how do you feel about the continuations and the new new media? Excited to see it continuing because, you know... It, it its relevance has never um, diminished since its introduction. That you know, it, it has been something that fans have clung to for decades. I mean, I got my first milestone books from my dad, who bought them in the early '90s. So it, it's just it, and it lasts too because the points that they tried to make are still relevant uh, to the. Oh my god, I can feel this coming like slowly kicking in. Well, and what's crazy but, is like. Um... Dudu plays Mr. Terrific on Arrow, who interviewed them. I forget his, his name escapes me right now. But um, they he talked about with them because he interviewed Reggie and Dennis that, like like Mary said, they broke down walls in terms of LGBTQIA plus rep- representation. Um, Echo Ke- uh, Kellum. I want to make sure I got that right. Um, he like, like he was he uh, plays Mr. Terrific on Arrow. Um, he he uh, the one who interviewed them. He talked about how um like uh, people of color, LGBTQIA plus people, they are getting the representation that started with a uh, milestone that we are getting now. And something that Dennis uh, touched on during his talk really stuck with me. They were the ones that really brought up that these individuals needed representation and still do. He said it real quick, and he did it on purpose, I feel. Because if you look at the comic book landscape, like, Jace, Jackson, that's it. Like, technically, Duke, whenever they want to dust Duke out the closet, they, like, um, fucking T'Challa should have a book, but John Ridley's too busy to fucking write it. Like, there, there's not a whole lot of black folks at DC or Marvel right now, folks. So. Like, unless it's in its own sandbox called Milestone right now, we looking still kind of white and we need to fix that. Um, so I feel like the renaissance of Milestone is a great thing, but my biggest fear, and it relates back to the Young Justice, oh, I thought Black Lightning was your dad static reference thing, where we really need to create black heroes for DC or support the black heroes of DC so that people have books to read besides Milestone. Anybody want to chime in before we move on? No? Um, no actually, I think you give, me, give me one second real quick. I got I to gotta make a real quick call. Okay, we'll, we'll go ahead and move on to the next topic while you make that call. As long um, as it's not because this is no, this ba- is, ba- this is of the three years. 
Three years of me being hyped for Battenson, and now I'm even more fucking hyped. We have you a got date. Like, you, got, you got like a half hour. You got like a half hour. Go make a call, phone call. Okay. okay. It's not even going to take that long. It'll be like two seconds. <laughs> okay. And what do you have to say? Before we move on, I just wanted to point out that the um, Milestone anime movie is being written by Brandon Thomas, who after Future oh, State, Hawkman yes. has just shot up in my ranks of like favorite writers. So I'm so excited to see what this is like. Bro, and, I've been I've um, been following Brandon Thomas since he was doing fucking um, stuff like... Um, Excellence. He yeah, did I stuff just, for. I picked like, up that first volume today. Mm-hmm. I'm excited yeah. to crack into that. I fucking got. I was on the Kickstarter for the year one book. That hardcover comes next mm-hmm. month. I'm really excited about it. Um, like it's it's so pretty. I keep getting Kickstarter updates about it. Um, what did he do for Lion Forge? I'm blanking. Mary, help me. Oh, Lion Forge, you tried. <laughs> <laughs> they just. The finances weren't there, and it hurt. There's so much potential. Um, I gotta find the book, or it's gonna fucking bug me. Because I, I remember reading like every fucking issue, and then I just like gave up when I saw they got bought. Um, um, it wasn't Excel. It wasn't uh, Quinn Credible. What was Noble? It? Noble. I thought it was Brandon Thomas and Karen Randolph did Noble. And then they went off and did excellence. And now Brandon Thomas is doing all this stuff for DC. Because not only is he writing the Aquaman Jackson Hyde book, but he's also writing hardware right now. So that's what gave him the ability to be uh, taxed to to write this. So, you know, and I, I want you to write read all of the Brandon Thomas bits. It's so good. I'm going to get to it. I promise. This is, <laughs> he's amazing. Yes. Okay. So this one will be short because frankly, okay, it's all right. It's not, welcome back. Um, this one will be short, because frankly, it's only I. It's not great. It's not grand, but it's all right. Um, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Um, Pretty hype. You're, you're, are you hyped about this game? I, I, I am. I think it's going to have some really cool gameplay. Yo, until, until, until I see gameplay, I'll, I'm, 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 I'm I. Like I, I'm with James, is, I need to see the gameplay. Right, we've like, seen and, the trailer twice now, but we still know like, how it plays. Yeah, and it's like I'm the biggest Suicide Squad like fan in the room, and even I'm like, because eh, it's very much like, yeah, you finally gave me Waller, and it's old girl from uh, Fa- Fallen Order. That, that's great. I love it. I wish it was CCH Pounder, but like I can get over that. But in general, um, until I see gameplay. I'll, I keep, I just keep hearing Tara Strong hardly in my ear, and I need it to stop. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. She just it's doesn't the 90s try. Again. It's like we're in the 90s again. I mean, admittedly, Tara Strong's been doing Harley for quite a while at this point. Because I think, what, she picked up in Arkham City yeah, in she this started new in Ar- wave. Ar- yeah, she started in Arkham City because um, Arlene couldn't do it anymore. They, they did sort of that passing of the torch thing, which was great. But it's just like, I don't know, she's spotty. Sometimes she's, like, on her A game. And other times it's like, you could have called somebody else. Like, in, in um, arguable opinion, I enjoy Hayden Welch more as uh, Harley just saying really like, because like the two different products that i've seen hyden wilch kill it as harley um the batman 2003 show with, with joker with dreads and um batman suicide squad arkham mo- movie animated thing because oh yeah her energy, on arkham yeah it's on arkham her energy as harley is like so spot on and yet for some reason tara is either like on her like X Games mode, or she's really being fucking lazy, like she's at a con just phoning in the pudding. Like it's very much like 
she's either on like on her A game or she's not. And there was a lot of times during the trailer where she just lost the voice and just sounded like Tara. And I'm like, okay, cool. You're here. You're being Harley. You're doing what Harley wanted you to do. But I need you to do more, please. Like, and also any time any game that lets me play as King Shark and Boomerang, I'll, I'll love. I'm 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 that's how it is. But so I'll, I'll play, play it. I'm gonna buy it on I'm day super one. Super excited for Black Deadshot to come back. Super oh, excited. Who oh no. approved that? <laughs> Oh no, James, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it be a black guy. <laughs> Will Smith, why? <laughs> because Will Smith is that good. When you're that good of an actor, you can literally do one really mediocre movie and change the whole fucking paradigm for a character. But then we had to pull a D-list character out of our ass like Bloodsport because they didn't just did they didn't just want Idris to take over as Deadshot. I didn't and mean that- complaining when they turned Nick Fury black. No, no, no. That's different. That was a specific universe change. That was a specific. That was a specific. That was a specific universe change to a different multiverse. I was okay with. Even Sam oh, Jackson got what's paid the for his six look like right now. Like, and, and Sam Jackson got paid for his likeness and then made big money later. My issue is the fact that rather than just swallowing the pill and letting fucking um. Like, interest just be dead shot and move on. They said, no, we're going to dig this fucking D-list or Z-list fucking character that shot Superman in the face once with, with a Gatling gun and usually has a, a red bandana like a Ninja Turtle on his fucking face. And now we're going to soup him up with this fucking, like, Lincoln Log connecting fucking gun scheme and be like, yo, I'm the new dead shot now on Bloodsport. I'm like, Bloodsport. no, no, I this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so James, the reason why they did that is because Deadshot, like, so Deadshot's more well known than Bloodsport. So think of it like, I don't know, like, like a director needs intellectual properties that are closer to clay than blocks of lead. You can't really shape a block of lead to what you want, but with Bloodsport, they can do whatever the hell they want. And what were you going to say before I sent over John Cena for a minute? Don't even. When a comic fan starts an argument with "that's different," you know you need to buckle and you're about to hear something. <laughs> right. But um... see, James, the real question at the core of it all is, what do you think about Black Wally West? Ah! Wallace. <laughs> Wallace. <laughs> Wallace. Like, God damn it! Anna hasn't heard my Wallace rant. <laughs> Poor thing doesn't time. need to. We don't have the time. Um, and go watch Blurred Ground. You'll find out. Um, okay, but, find but anyway, um, next thing on the agenda is let's give John Cena a, a, a TV show where he gets to jerk off for Boy. an hour. Um, oh, God. That, like, that's called WWE SmackDown. No, that's called Peacemaker <laughs> now. That's called Peacemaker. And literally, one of the, during the panel, one of the things, one, like, the, 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 the co-producer said was there's literally, like, a, a five-minute scene of John Cena dancing in his tidy whities And part of me was like, that sounds hot. Another part of me was like, that sounds fucking stupid. <laughs> like, why? Now, granted, the vigilante suit is the best vigilante suit we've ever fucking gotten. Uh, so, okay. But, um... The pitch of the show basically is just let's let John Cena kill people and we'll have the one random white girl who tried to take Amanda Waller's job in the DC Rebirth run and a bunch of other random fuckers just take John Cena around and let him shoot people. And I'm like, 
Okay. I'm fucking here for it. Like, yeah, like, it'll be a dumb fucking thing for dude bros to watch and, like, drink a beer and just watch dumb shit happen. But if, like, James Gunn really, of all things you wanted to do with DC, you wanted to watch John Cena shoot people. I, I, wow. You could have done anything. You could have done and fucking, you could have done fucking Gnort from the Green Lantern Corps for all you could have done. And, and, and instead, you fucking did this. The fuck? I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Like, if you've seen any other James Gunn film that's not Guardians or The Suicide Squad, this is right on the fucking nose for him. Okay, let me rephrase. He he really, oh, I mean, Slither. Okay, yeah, but right. like, let, let me rephrase though. He could have been ambush bug and just made DC's Deadpool for all, for, like, for crying oh, out loud. I so want no, him to no, do no, ambush no, bug. No, 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 James, like, no. <laughs> we could have had James Gunn. Is Marvel's ambush bug? True, but like, like literally, we could have just had James Gunn doing ambush bug, and instead we have to deal with him just having John Cena shoot people in his tidy whities So it's like, I, whatever. Um, yeah, that, that's about what I think too. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I'm glad because I was gonna ask you, but it's very much just like if, like, if, if if WB wants to blow their fucking budget on John Cena and his tidy whities shooting people, I'm not gonna be the first person to complain. But I will say there there there's better places we could allocate this money. Just I take your mind back to the scene where him and Bloodsport are competing, and he just mercilessly stabbed a guy laying there on a gurney with a tomahawk. <laughs> That was so extra. And it was just so unneeded. <laughs> All right. So, Peacemakers. Oh, God. I like the scene where the eagle was hugging him. I thought that was cute. That was that cute. Was <laughs> that was cute. But then he ruined it by saying it was like a dowel rod with green paint. And I'm like, bro, you don't oh. have to say that. Like, come on. Um, but so from there, um, we had like a little trailer teaser for more of DC's like Webtoons partnership. But. I think what kind of killed it for me was the fact that apparently DC had greenlit like a live action adaptation of the webtoons and like got a lot of like interesting people from past like teen and kid projects to do these characters. Like you have the Sadarso brothers from Power Rangers, the Elisa Foils from all that, and like um What? Uh, Say that again? Lisa Foils from all that. What um Okay. Um let me, I need to sit back down. <laughs> are, are you good? No. <laughs> Why? Lisa Foyles is amazing. Yo, she's she is amazing. A YouTube content Definitely too. the root of my adulthood suicide jokes, though. So <laughs> I, I, I'm concerned. Anyway, no. um, I'm concerned. Have um, you not but, seen all that? Oh, yeah, right. I forgot she did a lot of those weird, like, things. A fuckload of those depressing jokes. <laughs> and, like, sugar and coffee was, like, my favorite fucking thing as a kid. But um, but no, they're um apparently like they started filming this. They made costumes. Like Yoshi Zarzo was super hyped about finally being able to be cast as Nightwing because he always wanted to be Nightwing. And then randomly, like Isma Hawk got like a cease and desist like a letter from DC, despite DC greenlighting it. And now it's just gone. And it's like, why? What did what you you got so much money you could have made from this? What? Whatever's happening behind the scenes there, I just I feel like we don't know the whole story. I feel like DC never greenlit it, and that they oh. found out at the same time everyone else did, yeah. and they were like, "Hold on, they did what?" See, that's that's what I'm starting to wonder too. I don't know. They the way they announced it, Ismahawk seemed like they were in partnership with DC, but eh, whatever. I, I think they announced that on like IGN or something. I think IGN's like, "Oh, they're doing it with DC," and I bet like at that moment, Ismahawk was like stunned silence, like. 
no, we're not. Don't say that. Don't tag DC. And they <laughs> still tag uh... DC anyway. And DC's like, excuse me. No, thank you. And okay. it's so sad. But I think that's what happened. Okay, that makes yeah. more sense. I don't know. I just, like, it looked exciting. And it's kind of sucking that DC's just kind of like, no. Like, they kind of just shoved them back in the box like, no. But yeah. it's it's cool. Um, the other, like, the, the big thing that sparked a lot of controversy in the middle of the DC fandom was after they did a little bit of a highlight reel for the Superman and Lois TV show, uh, which actually is really good, and it's, like, one of the only things that I like about the CW right now, um, but they, they, they made a really big announcement about the fact that they're changing Superman's core motto from truth justice in the American way to truth justice in a, the, in, in a better tomorrow. And... Well, they oh. dropped the quote in American way a long time ago. Mm-hmm. In fact, yeah. it was never the original saying anyway. Yeah. It was just the Reef thing? I don't okay. know when it started, actually, but the original serial, I believe, was Truth, Justice, Justice and Tolerance. Okay. So whenever the new one started, it just kind of stuck because, you know, nationalism. But mm-hmm. then, like... Was the Cold War? Yeah, <laughs> and, and I mean, forgot to down. So yeah, and I mean, like, I think the reason why, like, it, it sparked a lot of controversy is it's coming off of, and like CNN even kind of like quoted it in their article about it was the fact that it's coming off the heels of National Coming Out Day, where um, specifically they announced that Jonathan Kent is bisexual, which you 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 good shit for us. But, um, in general, you, the, the fucking fire they started, like, literally Tom Taylor just, like, said, like, just lit the match and DC just poured the gasoline on it, where you have, like, every fucking person, like, either, like, you have, like, all of us in the corner, like, yay, and then you have just, like, the entire fucking wave of gators coming in, like, oh, God, you make Superman queer, what are you doing? And it's just, like... Okay, like, like you realize that's his son, right? But like, yes, he's Superman as well, but that's his son, right? You're still ruining Superman. You're ruining American values, and it's just like, go away. Like, I just don't have I, the patience that's anymore. Like, I'm, I'm happy when stuff like this happens because I think it does push them a little further away. Like, you don't like it anymore? Okay, good. Get out, <laughs> please. Man, I don't even recognize Superman. <laughs> Well, and my thing about it was, like, and I, I watched a TikToker who made a really good point about it, and it, and that they were like, he's supposed to go, like, like be with Lois, like, Lois Lane. It's like, you wanted him to be with his mom? <laughs> there, there was one, uh, like, I think it's a Republican politician, I think it was Arizona, was basically trying to kind of push back against it, and she meant to say that Superman loves Lois Lane, and that's that, but she misspelled Lois as Lewis. <laughs> so Superman loves Lewis Lane. Perfect. Nice. nice. And like also, like, even if we lived in a world where Clark was bi, and let's be frank, let's be real. I think Clark is bi because he's constantly trying to like I fuck Batman. But like in, in a world where that's a thing. Hey, you he, know he bottoms with some kryptonite rope. Oh, you know, you know. No. But like oh, no 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 but, no. It, it is I feel like it is scientific fact that Lois him over oh, oh you know like we, oh, literally yeah. have an, we literally have an episode of the podcast called lois pegs clark like, like what do you mean like it's a thing so my biggest thing is even if we found out that clark was by 
He can still marry Lois Lane. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my little um, bisexual. Oh, bisexual a redneck impression it. that whole segment. <laughs> Let's not. Um, hey, but, hey, um, hey, my family comes from the mountains of Tennessee. I'll okay it. Oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> but now that I've literal had, hills have eyes style sticks. <laughs> but 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 now that I've had my bisexuals matter rant. Um. Super pets. Um, we kind of already talked about it, but um, the animation looks <laughs> the animation looks great. Um, Kevin Hart needs to go the fuck away. And okay, yeah, the rest of the movie is okay. Um, and also Vanessa Bayer is in the cast Hart list. Needs to and- go away, but Kate <laughs> McKinnon totally fine. <laughs> I-, I love Kate McKinnon. I love her. Um, but uh, Vanessa Bayer is in the cast list, and I loved her from SNL. I really hope yeah. she play. I-, I really hope she plays Aquaman Seahorse because that'd be the funniest fucking shit ever. <laughs> Like just Vanessa, like Vanessa Bear being brain dead as Aquaman Seahorse would be the funniest shit ever. <laughs> I also kind of want her to be Super Horse. I want them to have oh, Super yes, Horse no. in this Su- movie. Super Horse would be better because um, who who was in the rest of the cast list? Hold on, because there was one other person I would love to be the su- the, the Seahorse Super Pets. See, and I I'm not I'm not talking about Comet. I'm not. There was another uh very minor issue where it was like the Legion of Super Pets or whatever, and it was like Super Monkey and Super Horse. And if that uh, is uh, Comet, I'm starting to become intoxicated, so I don't remember. What makes me sad is, like, it, like they have the whole cast list, and, like, Jamila Jamil and John Krasinski. That's what it was. John Krasinski as the super seahorse would be the funniest shit ever. But, um... Keanu's gonna be. I need Ke- that. Yeah, we don't know who Keanu Reeves is gonna be, but I think Keanu Reeves would be a funny-ass tricky the super cat. No, bat cow. Bat cow. Um, cow. Bat cow. Um, and what were you going to say? I cut you off like five times. I'm sorry. Oh, jeez. I have no idea. I completely lost my train of thought. I was just focused on, like, John Krasinski. I'm just, <laughs> I'm out of it. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, you know, John Krasinski as the super, uh, Seahorse would be the greatest thing ever. Um, that's, there's that. Um, Doom Patrol renewed. Yay. Everyone yay? Um, yay. Yeah, uh, all right, cool. Super short, super easy. Cool. Um, not on my list. Uh, Flash trailer. It um, looks so dumb, and I am so excited. Yeah, no, like, it looks fucking dumb, and to the point that if you notice the other Barry in the background, there was a Instagram leak of what it was. It was a spray-painted um, over Michael Keaton bat suit with the Flash logo on it, so the other Barry's wearing a spray-painted Keaton suit, which gross, but okay... Um, and also, I do want to like touch on again because it's a Flash movie, which means it's going to be about everyone but the Flash. Yeah, uh, exactly. I, I still want the rumor that I heard to be true that Supergirl won't be Kara, but will be the daughter of Chris Reeve and Margot Kidder. That would be I great. want that to be true. I, I need that. that to be true. That would be great. So that would be the like, like, honestly, and also, um. As long as Ezra Miller is doing Ezra Miller shit, I'm okay with this movie existing. Um, Travis, do you are you excited for Flash? No. Okay. Honestly, um. he's my <laughs> least favorite part of the whole Justice League. I I can't stand Ezra Miller as Flash. I just can't. I, they do a good job. Leave them alone. No, um, he's terrible. Th- they did a good job. Anyway, um, well, you'll be excited about this, Travis. We're, we're getting a Blue Beetle movie. Are you excited? I am excited about that. Okay. It, it, it could be like, either it could be Ted or or Jaime. I don't care. I want it's Jaime. It's Jaime, and it's the it's the Spanish kid from uh 
Cobra Kai. Yo, really? Yeah. Yes! yes! <laughs> Dude. I think Travis is excited now. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, like, it, 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 the concept art? Yeah, but oh, I gotta show them the concept Oh my god, it's beautiful. Like they, they, ripped beautiful. It, they ripped it straight from the cover, and I thought it was kind of cool. And like they've been kind of doing really solid with their concept art, so I'm kind of like, all right. Uh, and then they even put Chord Industries in the background, which has me like, ooh, Chord Industries, you know, tie in Ted, good shit. Um, so there's that for you to, to simp over, Travis. Oh, I'm so hyped. Because <laughs> like a dude was there at the uh, fandom, like on screen, talking about how he's excited to do it and shit. So that's kind of cool. Um, probably won't come out to like two years from now, but it's fine. So that's um, something I noticed about a lot of these movies. It's just like there's so many in pre-production. It's just like these are all so far away. <laughs> it feels yeah. like all of these are so far away. Whoa, James, 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 time out, time out, time out. I am hype. I am hype for him as Jaime. But did we skip over Gwendolyn, Gwendolyn Christie as Lucifer? I haven't got there yet. Amazing. It's beautiful. I love it. Oh, yeah. Gwendolyn Christie's playing Lucifer, but I hadn't got there yet. I was going to get to that. Oh, I'm on the fandom Travis. page itself. Are you skipping stuff? Travis, are you just as excited as I am? Oh, my God, yes. Okay, that, that oh. solves that problem. That solves that problem. Sorry, we're just gonna drool over women over here in our corner. Yes, no, I, I, I am. I am torn yeah. over this. Yes, thank you. Where's the big woman? Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, real quick, um, before like, um, like before, while Mary runs away for a minute, um, Smallville 20th anniversary, uh, like uh, interview with Tom Willing and Michael Rosenbaum. That was As so the- good. As the biggest uh, Smallville fan, you need to leave Smallville alone. <laughs> you said you were going away for a minute. Leave, let me gush about Smallville. <laughs> and has been watching Smallville. And Andrew's like, I'm out of here. He's like, Smallville. Right at the season eight finale right now. So I have oh. two seasons left to go. I'm like pushing through it because I'm like, I binged through all of this in like a month. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> so 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 Anne, I need I need I need you to, to say some specific yes. things on air for the sake of James, okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. Justin Hartley is a better Green Arrow than Steve Amell. Oh fuck yeah, Justin! Thank Justin you. Hartley is such a great Green Arrow. I love him so much. Thank you. All right, next thing. Um, um, hold on. I gotta make sure I have this listed here because that way I can make sure that that Mary gets upset and things will go good. Erica Durance is a better uh, Lois Lane than Amy Adams. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah, is a better Lois Lane than Amy Adams. Yo, it's almost like you should have waited for Mary to be here. No, because like, because I don't want her to yell at me. So like, not, this, this being stuck in will be the greatest thing ever. Because well, literally, type it in chat. I can type it in chat. <laughs> like, right, leave it. Penny's like, my like, favorite color. Do this. Like, 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 literally, this. Like, these are the two things that I fight with the internet over. That Justin Hartley is so much better and so much more comic accurate than Stephen Amell, and that Erica Durrance is a better Lois Lane than Amy Adams. And, and and Mary fights me on this all the time. But no, she sounds like the, the animated series Lois Lane, and she and she radiates that energy from the comics that we want to have. Yay! Cool. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so yes, um, like Smallville, uh, Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum was great. They had Laura Vandervoot, the OG Supergirl. Melissa, I love you, but Laura's my OG. Um, that was great. Um, Kristen Crew came through, very good. Um, that like Lionel Luther came through. Um, Sam Sam Whitworth was there because he was there for other shit, which was cool. Um, 
That was that was really dope. Um, fuck you, Allison Mack. Uh, but that's fine. We're not worried about that anymore. Uh, they didn't even acknowledge her. They said everybody else but you. She she could have shown up if she wants to. She's in prison right now. That's true. Um, oh my god. You didn't hear about that, Travis? No. Oh, we have so much to tell you. Off. We have so much to tell you later. Um, but the the the, the words um cults and um adult themes that we cannot talk about on the air are are included. Um, but but uh, look it up anyway. Um, so the other thing they talked about, and hopefully Mary gets back before this is over, um, was that John Ridley got to basically just gush over his uh, miniseries, The Other History of the DC Universe, which while did have suffer a year delay, which was probably one of the best books DC has ever put out, and no one will ever admit that, like from DC, which sucks because you had an Oscar-winning writer write that shit for you, so enjoy it because you're never gonna get something better because like goddamn, it had me in tears at most points and wow. yet none of those characters matter in dc right now and it's fucking depressing Ugh. oh is a cop again so that's a thing so like it just, <laughs> it's, so sad. It's, it's so sad um, so that was cool. Um, this isn't for me, but for the people who enjoy this, um, yo, Monkey Prince, M- Monkey Prince is getting a two, a 12 issue miniseries. That's, that's for year. me. It's for me. I'm like, a huge Sun Wukong fan. Like, it ain't issue for me. Issue zero but, like, is would, out right now. Yeah, they, they dropped issue zero on DC Universe Infinite, Travis, so you can go read that. Um, Perfect. so like, it ain't for me. It ain't my style, but like, good for you and enjoy your book. That's how I feel. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to shit on you. That's your shit. You enjoy your shit. Like, I mean, shit is a good thing. Like, you enjoy your good book. It's every epic. publisher in existence has a version of Journey to the West at this point. Honestly, yeah. But it's, I mean, it's but not it's like, like it's one of, like, the most legendary novels ever written. Ever yeah. written. Like, so, and, so uh, uh, James, I want you to know that I have headphones right now. <laughs> Damn. And I just, just want to say, James, how many Oscars has Erica Durance been nominated for? But how, Erica how Dern, many? The Erica how many? James, how many? Erica they Dern. have. They both been nominated zero times for their lowest lane performance, so they're on like Ooh. even playing fields, you know. Ooh. But see, James, Ooh. James, in one conversation, I I you it took it a step too far. <laughs> James, you tried to argue with me one time that Erica Durance was better than Margaret. No, Mar- I relented. Margo I relented. I, I knew I was wrong. Oh, and I you can suck the biggest dick for that. Yes, I, I admit that I relented because because Margot Kidder is not able to be touched. That's different. I understand that. I, I relented. But I will die on this hill that Erica Durance is a better Lois Lane than Amy Adams. And now I have proof because I have someone who okay, that, that no, me up. No, no. Amy Adams essentially crawled out of a Dan Jurgens comic. Don't at me with this. Okay, she and Erica that- Durance climbed out of the fucking animated series with her badass. So, like, she sounds okay. really like the old girl from the animated series. It's perfect. Ah. No. no. I typed it I typed it right here. I said Erica Durance is so cool. Justin Hartley's my favorite Lois Lane. Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, Monkey Prince good shit now. Um, for me and Travis to have a fucking orgasm on the table right now. Gotham. Uh, at least do it under the table. I'll take a right. step back. <laughs> wait, Gotham wait, wait, how do you not think I'm excited for Gotham Knights? Because usually you give me shit about loving Scott Snyder the way I do. I like Scott Snyder. You're just a fanboy. That's fair. I'm so um, hyped for Gotham Knights. 
I mean, like, like literally the like. At first, I was like, "Yo, Mr. Freeze being in like a, a game where like all the sidekicks beat his ass. That sounds fucking dope." And then they're like, "Nah, we're not just doing Mr. Freeze. We're doing the fucking owls." And I'm like, "Yo, really, really?" And then they fucking do it and they show you previews. And I'm like, "God, they're doing the that owls." That trailer was a thing of beauty. Like, just it was so fucking like, and like, yeah, the whole like, we gotta have a big talent with a fucking hammer and, and axe shield thing. I was like, okay, that was a little much, but like, in general, I, I the, the excitement I have for, uh, for a game where Babs, Tim, Jason, and Dick are the protectors of Gotham just beating up owls that sounds like so much fucking fun. I, I, I just, I got I gotta love that. I'm sorry, that, that, that sounds so fucking these this is gonna sound terrible, but I'm so excited to play as Dick bouncing my sticks around the room. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Travis, did you see uh, Tom Taylor is bringing back the finger stripes in in February or January? The hated the finger stripes. Oh. I'm, I'm indifferent. Oh. <laughs> no, no taste. Wrong no thing. taste. No, they need to. I mean, they need to bring back his disco suit if he really has the balls for it. Do you like now? Do you do you hate the finger stripes or like now? Now let me hit you with this. Now what if the stripes went all the way down to the knuckle and those two fingers only had no glove at all? That would be awful. That'd that would be that would that would be awful. Yeah, that would be awful. Okay. <laughs> I'll take um, the stripes. Anyway, um, so yeah, Gotham Knights. Um, and are you excited for Gotham Knights? Oh yeah, very excited. The only thing I'm worried about is having to fight everyone to play as Barbara every time. <laughs> because I'm like, this is this yeah. is the one character I got. This is my character. I'm maining her, and I'm I'm keeping her. So fight me for. Her. I, I, as long as I have Tim, I don't care because I I literally have been like I had one of the highest scores in WB history as Tim Drake in the Iceberg <laughs> Lounge, and I will defend that. Love so. that. See, like I I honestly like I I couldn't I couldn't give a fuck. Who I could play as, and so it's gonna be perfect. Cause like, I don't know if I have to default to Jason, I'm cool. Cause I, I'll shoot, I'll shoot a nigga too. Like, let's go. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> fuck it. Like, I'll be anybody in the roster. It's fine. Fine. Fair enough. Um. So you know, like, Gotham so who cool do we Mary. think? Uh, who do we think? Uh, Cause I imagine they're gonna release uh, DLC missions with additional characters. Kind of like so. how they did with uh, Red Hood in uh, uh, Arkham Knight. But uh, yeah. who do we think are going to be DLC characters? Harley, Kate, I'll, I'll, and I'll give you three. I'll give you three. Okay, so my, my three, I, I know we're getting Harley because they can't resist. I, I want Kate, and I want Duke, but I know they'll probably give me Damien. It's going to piss me off. That's my three. I want Duke, I want Kate, I, and I know they're probably going to give me Harley, so I'm just assuming Harley. That's, my, that's like my default pick, and I know that's what they're going to fucking do. I got to pick three. I would want Kate. I would want Cassandra, and I would probably want Helena. Cassandra's a requirement. She needs to be. In oh an no, Cassandra's a requirement. Game. They need it, but like I know how people are in DC wants money, so I'm like, what I my slot that I would want Cassandra in, I'm defaulting to Harley because I know what WB does. If we Let's do get like another DC does the bold and daring thing. With this one, and uh, I, I, for my three, I hope they go for Cassandra, Harper, and then maybe even Stephanie. Ooh, Harper. Harper. Travis. Fun. What? Get the fuck out. I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> Mary, you do not get you, to bring that Stephanie Brown talk in this show. 
Hey, we didn't say Stephanie Brown. We said Harper Rowe. Harper Rowe's dead. Uh, I said Harper. Stephanie after Harper. Oh, I okay. did. He just I said mean, it very I, quietly to try and get I, it under the table. I mean, as much as I would love my Stephanie Brown to be in the game, I know they're not going to do it. So I'm like, ooh, Harper Rowe, the, the other just, Scott Snyder creation. With, with either Harper or Stephanie, they both bring something to the table that, like, action and combat-wise, we would be unfamiliar with, and they can mm. do whatever they want with. Also, Harper is literally just, what if we just gave Nightwing guns and let and just combined Red Hood and Nightwing into a character? So it's like, right. okay. It made him a lesbian. Like, we they just did a thing. I love that. So take away Stephanie, maybe Clown Killer. I don't know. Like, <laughs> no, Clown Killer just no, got no, here. He doesn't you. get to be here. No, no, he, yeah, he just got here. I just, I just don't want it to be Asriel. That's all. Like, oh yeah, no, we don't, we don't need Jean here. Jean doesn't need to be here. We don't need to talk about that. No, we doesn't need Michael. We don't need Jean. It don't matter. Um. So yeah. So uh, uh, Gotham. I almost said Arkham Knights. Jesus. Uh, Gotham Knights looks fucking dope. We're excited. Apparently, it's coming later this year. So we'll see what the fuck happens with that. <laughs> um. Now it's time for Anne and Mary to have their fun time. Um. So, but real quick. Um. Elizabeth Gillies uh, and Stephanie Beatrice playing Batwoman and Catwoman in an anime style. I'm so excited! Uh, oh my god, I can't. Uh, Cat, Catwoman movie. Um, go! I'm gonna drink my beer. Get great! Oh no, Catwoman movie. <laughs> Catwoman, Catwoman and Batwoman are teaming up in Catwoman Hunted. It should have happened so, like, sooner. Yes. Oh yeah. And Travis, like, uh, for your uh, information, I, um, Catwoman is being voiced by Jade from Victorious. She really has the voice for it, though. Yes, yeah, she does. But I she mean, was I'm... reading from a fucking teleprompter during fandom, and I wanted to smack her. I'm like, bro, emote, damn you. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, I, don't, I don't like telling women to emote because y'all do a good job of it, but, like, stop reading from the teleprompter and have a soul. Tiffany Smith's been doing it for years and does better than you. Like, come on. Please. And I think Candace Tiffany Pat Smith is annoying. I love Tiffany Smith. Her energy is like she just solid of enough of a character that she does it well. And then like I miss having um Jaw Win with her. I, I miss having Jason Inman as her as her side bitch. Like just, just sitting there being the the, the the straight white man who chills and has a good time with her. And now it's just her. And I'm like, that's not as fun. You need like the white guy next to you to tell dumb jokes. Like why can't we have Jason Inman? Like I don't understand. But anyway, um. So, you know, y'all have fun. I'm going to drink my beer. No, Barry, what do you think about Stephanie Beatriz as as Kate? I do. I love it. I absolutely love so, it. Um, I was so a big perfect. fan of hers on uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And it's... Uh... <clears throat> Just, she's everything I wanted. Okay. And have you seen, like, the list of characters in this movie? Because there's, like, Cheshire. I have. Solomon Grundy, Talia Al Ghul. This is... Everything I want. Yeah, did, you, sure. did you like the style? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm a little lukewarm about the anime style, but um, I, I think it has the potential to have some real substance. And I think um, I, I'm excited for like more chemistry between Batwoman and Catwoman because they seem like two characters who you think would run across each other a lot, and they yeah, really have it. So I'm excited to see more of that dynamic and. Honestly, any like more Kate content is everything I'm here for. Just ask the five hundred dollar statue. I'm hoping we get that dynamic. I'm just my main concern is I hope they use Kate enough. I because like the yeah, that's program, something I'm thinking about too. Because most things. of the trailer was just Catwoman. Two things. Um, I, I checked the IMDb. Um, Julia Pennyworth is going to be in the movie. I don't know if y'all care about that, but that's a cool thing. Yes, um, I like Julia. 
Also, the greatest fucking casting on God's Green Earth is also going to be in this. Apparently, Keith David's going to be Tobias Whale. What? That's kick-ass. Can I get, like, a Black Lightning animated show with Keith David as Tobias Whale, please? That sounds fucking awesome. I I don't know. The guy who played Tobias Whale in the live action was... uh... Perfect as oh, yeah. well. Oh, oh of yeah. Course. Absolutely like, chilling performance. Oh, you know, he was glorious, but like, wh- when else are you going to get Keith David as Tobias Whale? Well? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, so, you know, that, that it looks good. Anime style, like, I don't know how, to, how I feel about Kate being an anime like character, but all right. That, that's cool, I guess. I, I'm, I'm here for Gotham Gays, the movie, so we're good. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. Um, do to do. They also, the next thing on the agenda was they announced, they like did a little teaser of Leslie Grace uh, portraying uh, Barbara Gordon Batgirl. They showed a little bit of concept art. Apparently she is going to have the red hair and the cowl. So everyone rejoiced for that. Um, that's about it. That's, that's, that's literally all there was in that. Like they talked about how it's exciting to work on the project and that was it. So get ready for a they, Batgirl uh... movie. They also released a bit of the concept art, and that looks really cool, too. Oh, you know, it looks fucking dope. But what they need to do is they need to, you know, stick to the theme of the multiverse, you know, mashup. And give me Alicia Silverstone as well. She gets a cameo, and that's it. I know, but it was just such a terrible performance, and it's just so glorious. Nah, see, I I, I loved Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl. Like, it was so weird her being, like, Alfred's niece, but, like... Her energy was kind of dope. Oh god, yeah, no, it was it was great energy. I just Batman and Robin is a terrible movie, and it is my absolute favorite movie. We still need to release that up that that, that issue fifty. We, I keep forgetting to edit that. Um. So yeah. Um. Uh, all right. Next thing on the agenda is the Harley Quinn spotlight. They announced that season three is happening soon. I'm so fucking excited. Um. Fucking Ron Funches as King Shark, it, like, just gives me life. <laughs> yeah. are, are, are any of you yeah, um, reading that series right now, the um, E-Frank yes. oh yeah, yeah, Franklin book is so good. T. Franklin, please come on our show. We would love to have you. But, um, but you know, that, that miniseries is great. Um, excuse me. Um, in general, the, sh- the the new um like sizzle reel looks great. Um, Ron Funches eating the sizzle reel before it uh, went was really fucking funny. Um, and I'm excited for more Harley because that show is fucking awesome. Um, Travis, do you have an opinion on Harley? Is he there? Is he dead? He's dead. I think he's dead. We should poke him. Travis. Okay. Unless DC needed something. Possibly. Alright, um, apparently we're gonna get a new mobile game called DC Heroes and Villains. I mean, the designs look cool, but we don't know what the fucking game is, so, eh. At all. Like, they, they showed us, like, a cut, like, a cutscene of, like, what was it, Poison Ivy, again as a villain, ugh, um, Harley Quinn, and Lex Luthor versus Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman, and The Flash, I think it was, and they were just, like, fighting in the streets, and then that was it. Um, there was no information about what the fucking game is, so whatever. Um, the really exciting news, um, that I literally fucking tweeted HBO Max until they fixed their servers, because I was pissed. Um, after showing us a teaser of Young Justice Season 4, they said, hey, it's out! The first two episodes are out! 
And then I, I, I literally like fucking tweeted them the Harry Potter gif of YOU LIAR! Because it was nowhere. Fucking it, it, like, uh, HBO Max hadn't updated, it wasn't out, there was nothing. But then they- Talking about DC's like, Riverdale? Did you, did you just disrespect Young Travis, Justice? Travis, I'm fully on board with this comment. No, 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 no. You can I say you talk about Titans, actually. No, no, no. That's, that's, Titan. that's, that's Titans. I will agree to that. I will agree Damn that it. Titans is Riverdale. But no, you will not disrespect Young Justice in my house, son. No, no. And Mary, what do you think of Young Justice? The fuck? No, see, I, I was, you know, agreeing with the notion that Young Justice is DC's Riverdale. How? Because it's just that bad. It really oh. isn't, though. Who hurt you? <laughs> we've never had this talk and i'm hurt like i love young justice it's literally just like like up until season three it was super fucking solid and it was just like what if we just made justice league the animated series but focused on the sidekicks and it was really fucking cool and then like season three's budget was like slashed in half and it kind of turned to like mediocre but it's still solid so it's like i'm really confused as to why you don't like young justice oh wait you just don't like sidekicks that's right i, forgot. I never watched season three i just heard too much about it and i watched the one clip of harper row in it i'm like no thank you i'm okay okay so like i i think you should watch it because season three is solid but it very much feels like because the biggest problem that 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 animation department has had ever since the show was canceled originally is the fact that they were shoved over to do all the stupid new 52 movies and th they very much like gave them a barely functioning budget for season three, but they do what they can with it. And it's really cool, but you can tell that animation budget is, is struggling. So story-wise, great. They bring back a lot of original characters. They kind of reuse a lot of stuff from um, fucking uh, the, the, the new 52 movies. Like, they straight up just copied and pasted Batwoman's model from the, the Bad Blood movie over, which is fucking hilarious. But, like, there's just so much stuff they super lazily did. But, in general, Season 3's story is very solid. And the first two episodes they released of Season 4 are really fucking good. So, so you've seen them already? Yeah, I, I watched them on my lunch break. The minute after that shit dropped, I was like, I'm watching this shit. And it's just, it's really fucking good. More Martian shit. I love good Martian shit. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for season four. Mary, I need, we need to have a talk. I, I didn't know you, you felt this strongly about Young Justice and I'm hurt. Um, <sighs> it's not the show overall. It's just, there are a lot of minor things that I am not a fan of. You don't like McGann, don't you? I mean, I like the character, the voice I can't stand. I, I had a feeling. I figured that, that was what's going to do it is you don't like McGann. I had a feeling. But I mean, one of my biggest comic book confessions if you will is just the way that connor kent was fully portrayed in kind of like you know the new 52 um young justice era and i'm going all the way back i don't like that characterization like the i'm a dumbass like i don't understand the world version of him yeah i okay. i i definitely liked um 90s Superboy, and I don't mean to like lean far back on 90s Superman books, just you know, because I love that era, but I really liked 90s Superboy. I feel like there's something about his swagger that this, you know, young justice broody Connor. I mean, I agree, have. I agree, I agree with that. Like, um, like, like Jeff John slash Peter David Superboy was super solid too, but. Um, I agree that Young Justice Superboy, like, from the, from the TV show is an acquired taste, and it, like, 
he's he's I. Right. I'm more here for <coughs> sexy Jesse McCartney as Nightwing, but that's just me. Um, and I'm also here for Kari Payton doing more good Kataram shit because that's awesome. Um, Jesse McCartney as Nightwing. You didn't know this? No, but I honestly felt that it was completely unnecessary to make the um the aesthetic that is Dick Grayson have a voice that matches that. <laughs> right? Like you you didn't think that could finally have a good voice and then you give it Jesse McCartney and you're like, damn, that really fucking fits. Uh, like, yeah, it's wow. <laughs> like it like it hurts your soul to admit that Jesse McCartney plays like the most like accurate nightwing possible. And it hurts I need your soul. you to stop exposing me on air. <laughs> Okay, so now it's time for James to be depressed for like 10 minutes. Okay, so Ava DuVernay, after uh, giving a preview of, I believe it's called DMC, DMZ, is that what it's called? Um, Which was kind of cool, like the photos, the stills look cool and whatnot. She gave a small preview of like the upcoming adaptation of Brian Michael Bendis and David F. Walker's Naomi. My, and we've talked about this on the show before, and just from the the like five seconds we saw this poor girl, I will say I've said it once and I will say it again. I will keep saying it until somebody in DC hears me. She doesn't have any content. <laughs> she, you know, when she, we were watching it, that's when I said to Victoria, and I loved that book. I mean, right. me too. It, it, it is solid. far more it is far more David F. Walker than it is Brian Michael Bendis. Oh, oh like, God, they, yes. They literally said, "Hey, David, do you mind if Bendis cashes your check?" And it's like, oh, "Yeah, I guess." Like, hey, that's literally what that book Brian is. Brian Michael put his name on your work. We'll pay you more. Like honestly, like that's that's what that, that book feels like. Is Bendis wanted to make a new Riri, but they knew they couldn't let him write it, so they called David F. Walker. That's what that book feels like to a T. But they should have just given it to Walker. He's great honestly, with these kinds of things. Honestly. But here and here's the biggest problem. What like <laughs> you have 12 issues of Naomi's book. Is that correct? It was 12. I thought it was six. It was six. Oh, six? Even less. Even less. So you have six books of her in this. You have, I believe, um, two or three issues of Young Justice. And you have her in the, in the current Justice League book because Bendis is writing it, which that's how, that fits. But here's the problem: that's what less than twenty issues of a character's existence, and especially in the Justice League book, where in the first issue, mind you, of Bendis's Justice League run, every white adult on the fucking Justice League team says, "Hey guys, I think we're a little too white." And instead of, like, calling, I don't know, Jefferson or Mari or anybody else, they go, let's hit up this random new girl that, 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 that like, some, that there's been some, some commotion with and the Young Justice kids have hung out with a little bit. Let's bring her on to the Justice League. And funnily enough, she has the last name of the guy who's dead, who had, R.I.P. Dwayne, um, who has the last, like, like, literally, who was the guy who told us originally that the Justice League was too white. And we ignored it again for about t- ten more years. Like what? Literally, that's what that, that whole first issue is: is Batman going, "We're too white. Let's call this random black girl," and then going, "Hey, uh, funnily enough, her last name is the guy, the dude who told us let's not be so white anymore." But we didn't listen. 
And that's what bothers me is more than like we saw with Black Lightning. Once you run out of content, you're you're pulling for strings, and you start trying to do dumb shit like let's make up a character, like let's make up a spinoff show for a character we totally transformed and made a whole different character from his '90s run, like with Painkiller. That was a fucking travesty. Um, and and now you have Naomi who has literally significantly less material than Black Lightning did. And Ava DuVernay, after the first episode, basically has to write this girl from scratch. Like, she's right. going to have no relation to anything in the DC Universe. And to the point where they straight did the same shit that CBS did in Supergirl's first episode. Have fucking Superman show up in a flash and be gone. And I'm like, damn, you did her dirty. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't even call old dude from Lois and Clark for a guest spot. You straight said, we're going to CBS Supergirl this poor girl. And my heart and broke. And to be fair, out of out of respect for the man, I I think that they should probably take away Naomi's last name for this TV show, because that was like a huge impact in that six issue run. It was like the biggest part of that whole book, and it meant so much because of how that book was written. If you're just gonna add extra to it, I'm not sure how that's gonna have the same effect. Nor yeah. I'm not sure how that's gonna respect McDuffie's name, Mary. You're, you're, the, you're the historian here. You give me your thing. What, just for Naomi itself? Or... Yes. Um, I was a really big fan of the initial book. Um, I You can kind of start to see where she shifts away from an independent narrative to a Bendis pet character treatment. And, you know, she becomes too good and too perfect <coughs> at everything. At, at every <coughs> When in the actual six issues that David F. Walker probably solely wrote, she's much more complex than that. And this is the same mistake that Bendis made with Riri in the beginning. Because it took years and e-viewing completely overhauling almost everything to get the character well-respected in mainstream comic fandom. Yeah. But... I don't know what it is about Bendis and... Uh, shit, black women? It's not black women. It's specifically the fact that he made Miles and he made Riri because he adopted uh, like black children. And but he, Miles and, is compelling. Yes, but like not always. Bendis has been spotty with him previously. But, and, and also, and like the, the, the same thing that Mary said, where Miles has been written by other people and done very well, not recently, because Ahmed's kind of pulling at strings with giving him his own clone saga and giving him a tracksuit for a costume. But anyway, um, Miles wanted to, I mean, not Miles, Jesus Christ, Bendis wanted to create characters for his girls and like, like, and his kids. Cool. I respect you for it. Originally, Bendis, you had an invite to the cookout, but it has been since rescinded because yeah, literally every. No cookout, James, we've been over this. <laughs> But, like, I'm saying for the sake of the argument, because that's what people are going to say in terms of, like, what Bendis was trying to do. He was trying to be that friendly white guy ally that we could trust that could give, like, little black boys and little black girls their own hero. Cool. Bet. I get you. Fucking dude who plays Luke Fox gave a heartwarming speech during his section when he got to be Batwing and talk about his experience becoming Batwing. That was amazing. And I agree with him. We need more black superheroes. But here's the problem. And in the same case as Naomi, there's not enough material for those little black boys and little black girls to see. Literally, there is nothing. They will see them in media because we've either changed characters like Javicia into being a black person because they, they weren't black to begin with. Or we have cases like Batwing where they have so little content that, yeah, you can put them on TV, but you won't have to write everything from scratch. 
because they ain't got shit. And the stuff they do have, it's very short, or they turn basically into a villain, like what happened with Titan and Detective Run, where they made fucking uh, Luke a villain, which was stupid. But it's like, in general, I really feel like we're, we're still in this moment of last year's fandom. Where we're trying so hard to prop up representation. Granted, we didn't have another fucking black, like, superhero party with a shitty fucking poster. Thank God. And we didn't try to have it on Instagram. That was, ugh. But this year, it still felt like the same shit. We're propping up representation that doesn't exist. And it's frustrating. <laughs> so it's like, st stop trying to say you're doing good shit and do good shit. I do want to touch on the fact of, you know, whereas my biggest concern about Naomi is the lack of hard source material. But let's kind of, you know, for the sake of conversation, restrict it to within those first six issues. Mm -hmm. um, you know, none of the action comics or Justice League stuff because, you know, it was her solo material. Um, I think it's a really solid foundation. I think there's a lot of potential in those six issues. And now that can, that can either be a good thing for the show or a bad thing for the show without a lot of excess material weighing it down. They could really do some interesting things with Naomi on the show and then just kind of have the comics touch on those a little later, or the show could collapse under that much uh, empty space. I completely agree. If you look at those first six issues, the whole thing really feels really strong while that mystery is still, you know, like thick and unsolved. I feel like the last couple issues, it kind of, as soon as she starts figuring stuff out, it kind of takes this nosedive and the pace speeds up ridiculously mm -hmm. until the end. I think you can make an entire, at least one really solid season just from those six issues. And I think it can actually help improve some of those pacing issues that the series suffered from at the end. Mm -hmm. so i think for the first season you should be set it's everything that happens afterwards that we exactly mm -hmm. i'm glad my ranting wasn't for not this time because all right so Wait. yeah so, and, and don't get me wrong ava ava you are a groundbreaking I, you are a titan of fucking writing you have done great work but you can't make fucking like like you can't make a cake out of thin air you can't make fucking immaculate chocolate chip cookies with no recipe or no no ingredients. You were given nothing but six issues of a well-drawn comic because Jamal Campbell is a fucking god. But, mm -hmm. but in general, like, other than what David F. Walker ghost-written for a white man, there's nothing else for you to have here. And granted, you pretty much did that. Like, that little teaser was like straight verbatim the first, like, um, oh, yeah, the first issue, other than like the, the first lack of Superman. And it was all like from Naomi's face perspective because y'all ain't got no budget. But in general, it pretty much is like in a minute, you ain't gonna have nothing. And that's depressing. And I feel bad for you. Like, this should not be this way. You deserve better than this. But unfortunately, DC handed you a fucking platter with no no ingredients on it, and they're telling you to make a cake, and it's kind of depressing. James, do you want cake? I ate the last of my cake. Okay, because you keep sounding like you wanting you want cake. It was but good cake, but anyway. If, if anyone but Ava DuVernay was at the helm of this project, I would say that they're fucked, regardless of what they try to do. I think if anyone has the strength to at least pull it up into something more, I think Ava DuVernay is the strongest candidate there. Agreed. 
because, you know, when it comes to crafting maybe a more timely plot line, particularly with, you know, the rise in political activism from Gen Z. So I could see her kind of crafting a narrative like that. But, you know, if anyone could pull that kind of a thing off, it is DuVernay. But I still find myself concerned. I'm slightly more on the positive side solely because of DuVernay's leadership on the project. Very much like she's the only person with a million dollars that can do something with it. Otherwise, this whole ship's going down in a heap. Yeah. Um, and is there any other points you want to make on with, 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 in regards to Naomi? Uh, no, I think that's just about covered. It. It's. I think it is possible for them to, if they, you know, just go on their own and make something up for season two. I think it's possible they could do it. But like you said, then where are people going to go? Because they want to pick up her comics after they're non-existent. And right, and, yeah, and very much. Got. Right, and like I was talking with um, Victor and um, I can't fucking think. Uh, Victor and Jordan last week, or like two weeks ago, about um, Jackson. People asked them, and especially um, Jordan, because he wrote Jackson. Where can we pick up more information about Jackson Hyde? You can't, because for about fifteen years, you couldn't find shit about. Well, not fifteen, more like twelve. Like you, like you couldn't find any content about him. Same thing here. Naomi has one volume and a little bit of material from two other team books. That's it. And it's very sad that this is the case. But I'm going to quit ranting. There's a little bit more good shit to talk about. So, um, do-do-do. Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods. Um, them suits look fucking dope. Oh my and, god, yes. Um... I think it's funny that the girl who played Mary grew up enough that they're just like, hey, you can be Mary oh, and Mary Marvel now. No. Oh, the the woman they got to uh, play Mary Mar- adult Mary Marvel? Mm-hmm. She said some dumb shit. Oh, is no. that what happened? Oh. So the, the actress playing her now is the actress who played her in the last movie? Except yeah. Yeah, Teenage Mary... Now. Yeah, Teenage Mary uh, from the first movie is going to be playing also adult Mary Marvel because the actress has aged that much that they can get away with it. Yeah. But the actress that played Mary Marvel in the first film said some dumb shit, and I think she got fired. Yes, uh, she did. What dumb shit did she say? Take a guess. It, it's like some crazy... What, crazy white wing thing? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it was, I, think, oh. I think it was about like the insurgency. Oh jeez. Okay, uh, that that makes sense. Um, so yeah, no. Um, all I'm gonna say, um, I'm, I'm gonna make this real easy for the two of us, Travis. Um, suits look cool. Excited for more good shit. Um, Helen Mir- anything is funny as fuck. Lucy Lou, anything is dope as shit. Um, Travis, do you agree? Oh. I'm gonna get to you. Um, Travis, do you agree? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, Mary Ann, you guys can uh, have your orgasm time. Go. Just. Oof! This is just the way that was phrased. Anyways, yeah, this movie—it looks so good. You brought up the costumes. I really like the like battle damaged um, Shazam. That's mm-hmm. really interesting. The villains—I have no idea if they've been in the comics, but I don't care. <laughs> just... um, I think Helen Mirren uh, isn't she? Um, Hysteria. No, um, they said of who she is. Oh, Hold on. what the Calypso? Yeah, Calypso, yeah. Calypso. Well, with Calisto. Wonder Woman, with Wonder Woman, it's Cersei. Hold on. But, but did you notice on the front plate of Helen Mirren's armor, it looks suspiciously like the Wonder Woman armor? 
Oh, and she, so it is, a, it is a, she's Hesperia, but that's a Callisto in the trailer. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, Lucy Lou might be Callisto. She is Calypso. She is Calypso, yeah. and Helen is uh, Hesperia. So, yeah. Okay, I see Lucy Lou. I'm looking for Helen Mirren's picture. One second. Hang on. Okay, thanks. Eating food. Eat. So does water, but you gotta eat. There are also such things. Oh, it does. That looks I badass. Stop. That's really fucking cool. It does look very Amazonian. So that's so interesting. Because if they're, from, if they're from the Greek pantheon, it'll make, you know, it makes a lot of sense. I like that interconnected tissue. I love it when they do stuff like that. Yeah. Just, I'm, I'm here for bad girls being bad. That's going to be so awesome. It's these two versus seven, you no, know, six or seven Shazams. So, God, they must be packing. I really <laughs> say I'm just looking at the Lucy Lou picture again. Anyways, I'm uh, really excited uh, for like dragons too. Dragons, yeah. That's must nice. be packing heat. Fucking coping for the fight. Ian asked me when I tweeted that picture of Lucy Lou, the picture of Lucy Lou and Helen Mirren. Ian's like, what do you think about the plot? And I'm like, what plot? <laughs> this <laughs> is the plot. <laughs> This is the plot? Exactly. Like, this is the plot. Deal with it. <laughs> but um, I definitely... I am I think this is combat that I'm going to be really excited about. Not, I mean, not just for gay reasons. But, you know, seeing this kind of actual cosmic power. Because, you know, previously in the DCEU, it's been a lot of, you know, base level superpowers and, you know, Batman. Yeah. So I'm excited to kind of see that, you know, flashy lightning magic crap. This is something completely new. It's not just people punching each other, I'm guessing, because they have an army of monsters that should be pretty visually interesting, if nothing else. This feels like it's a completely different, like a huge step up from the last one. Also, Mary Marvel has, you know, is like the best character in the world. It's because well, your, your dad named him after you. Well, uh, no, I was named after the Virgin Mary, but sure, let's go with that. <laughs> anyway, I, I uh, shit you not. I shit you not. It is literally my my mother is uh, very Catholic. It's literally the Virgin Mary. Oh, okay. Um, that, uh, it's, it's, it's okay. almost like your dad would do. That's why I'm like kind of surprised. Um, he wanted okay. to name me Gwendolyn. Th th that sounds depressing. Right. Um, um, you don't look like a Gwen. Anyway, um, so yeah, Shazam 2 looks dope. I'm glad they could have their gush moment for a moment. Um, then they started going into the Wonder Woman 80th anniversary that is fastly approaching. Um, James, James yes. you might have to let me take this one. Please. I will chime in at the trial, but you can go ahead. Okay. Uh, the 80th anniversary of Wonder Woman is coming up. They did a really fantastic panel. Uh, you know, not necessarily panel, but just, you know, like sizzle reel, I guess. I think I, I love Linda Carter's just scene involvement with the character throughout the legacy. And I, I feel like, oh my God, sorry. I think this gummy's finally hitting full effect. <laughs> like, because I can't feel my tongue. Oh. So trying to talk feels weird. This is how I normally podcast, Mary. Welcome. <laughs> how do you do it, Travis? But, um, you know, this is a huge milestone for the character. I think Wonder Woman, the film, really made DC sit there and go, wait a minute, should we be paying attention to this character? Mm -hmm. Honestly. And um, 
and I will give DC credit for that uh, compared to before uh, Gal Gadot taking up the mantle as Wonder Woman. They have quintupled their Wonder Woman content. And especially in comics. Yes. Especially in comics. We've seen a lot more about Diana. If we could step away from the Greek gods just a little bit, guys, I would be perfectly happy. Um, but it, it's it's a very emotional thing for me, obviously, being as big of a Wonder Woman fan as I am. And um, just... I completely forgot the point I was going to make. Um, I Jeez. think I think Patty Jenkins and Linda Carter are somehow two straight women who fell in love with each other. Okay. The panel was very sappy between the two of them. It was. And then they decided to announce that Wonder Woman 3 is in the works. Yay. Mm. Well, um, we heard that real close after 84. That and pretty much as Wonder Woman 84 dropped in HBO Max, Warner Brothers said, okay, give me a third one. Yeah, so, so many people watched it because of that, that that on demand. There's no way it would have done bad. But then Pedro was a fucking mess. Oh yeah, uh, you're right. She she should have snapped his neck. Just saying. Yeah, she should have. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was exciting. Um. Like that was really fucking emotional. Like Linda just oh, talking about yeah, shit that's what I fucking to say. upset. Like, I love that, was... that in the segment where they talk about you know Wonder Woman being um her effect in the real world kind of a thing you know they're teaming up with i think i i think it was like dub soap or something mm-hmm. like so a lot of fun stuff is happening there but i felt like they gathered up every man in the studio that day held them at gunpoint and said simp for wonder woman <laughs> I'm honestly that's how i felt too because it was like y'all got a lot more like men than women to say some shit and i'm really confused like you didn't have candace say anything you didn't like you didn't have like so like like fucking laurel show up you didn't have like supergirl say some shit nothing you had like barely anybody say some shit but then you had like every guy even fucking justin hartley say some shit about wonder woman like that was so fucking weird like oh go for it yeah I, I said it, it was very weird, but I do appreciate the effort that was put behind because it's like, okay, you know, usually it's women talking about how much Wonder Woman means to them. And there are plenty of men who are just mm-hmm. as inspired by her. Exactly. Because it's like, there's such a thing with these, with female heroes, especially where it's so gendered, where there's a lot of times she'll talk yeah. to men. It's like, oh, I don't feel like I can like, you know, like Wonder Woman. I don't feel like I can like Captain Marvel because, you know, they're female superheroes they're made for women like that's absolutely ridiculous who said you couldn't do this and i think it's a you know a divide that needs to be not there i i get that that's why they probably did this and i appreciate it but it did feel a little weird because <laughs> i mean you have so many women in the dc universe at your disposal and you're like bring me the men from the cw Exactly. They even had Dudu playing Adam Smasher, and he looks so awkward trying to find something to say about Wonder Woman. I'm like, oh, honey. Like, I can tell you're uncomfortable. All I know is that if they release more merchandise for the Wonder Woman's 80th anniversary, like I know they're going to, I think Victoria's going to find a way to kill me with a pop box. Oh, dear. I'm going to say, there was a lot of fucking Wonder Woman pops recently. Kind of excessive. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I have almost all of them sitting on the shelf in front of me. But do you have the Chainsaw of Truth? I don't yet. I don't. Fix it. You need the Chainsaw of Truth. 
I want a chainsaw of truth. Victoria won't let me have a power washer. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so the one thing that I will chime in on because I am angry. um, They announced that in the new year because of all the different books like Nubia and the Amazons and the new Wonder Woman run that are going on, which great books. Nubia having a book with uh, Vidayala and Stephanie uh, Phillips. Great, great stuff. We love to hear it. we they got the, they announced that um Nubia, Hippolyta, Diana, Yara Floor, and Artemis will be like having a giant event called Trial of the Amazons. Um um real quick, real quick folks. We're we're, we're 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 missing some girls here, people. <laughs> we are missing Cassis, uh, Cassandra Sandsmark and Donna Troy. Where are my kids? This it's is so fun. Like I like listen, 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 DC, DC. Like I don't get into Wonder Woman's business because normally Mary will shank me if I do. But this mm-hmm. is the one time where Mary will let me talk because it's sidekick related. And well, why... I'm gonna, I'm giving you half credit for this conversation. Yes, because only one half of that duo actually matters. I hate you. Anyway, um, <laughs> because she doesn't like Cassie, and I, because she doesn't like like white, well, white, bl- white blonde women. Um, I am a white blood woman. I'm seeing the theme. I'm seeing the theme. So it's like, (laughs) so it's very much just like, for some reason, like, like, like DC. Listen, I know you really want to make Brazilians happy. I know you love Yara Floor because you want to make Brazilians happy. But there was a, there was two other Wonder Girls before her. Like, I, I, I feel like we're having the Damien syndrome again, where we have to keep yelling at people and go, "Hey, there's other sidekicks still here, people." We. Still I think have they're also other- trying to steer away from white Amazons. Exactly. That's the point I was going to make when you were done. Madonna's not white. I mean, can you tell that from looking at her? No. (laughs) I think think Yara's there, and Donna and Cassie were Nick, so it would even out the balance a little bit. But then why the fuck is is Artemis here? Because you can't do a Wonder Woman project and not include Artemis. Wonder fans will burn the house down trying to find her. But it's like... (laughs) Artemis trying to get her in the book. But it's like they they did that whole thing during during DC Rebirth, and I don't, I don't like giving fucking dude credit. But the idea of like Red Hood, Bizarro, and Artemis being like the Dark Trinity was a cool concept. So you have like the Red Hood of the Wonder Woman universe pulling up, and the Dick and the Tim of the Wonder Woman universe are just non-existent. Um, I have questions. I have concerns. Please answer them. And it's bullshit. Like well, this time, let's say that we went for the the Jaime and the Luke of the Wonder Woman universe. No, <laughs> no, yay! We, yeah. we went we went for the Red Hood and the Damien of the of the of the, of the Wonder Woman universe. No, uh, Yara Floor is is arguably the Jaime here. No, Yara Floor. No, Yara Floor is very much the Damien. The same way, fucking um. No, no, no! Well, stop, stop! No, I like no. Yara. No, she's I, I not a piece of shit. She's not a piece of shit. I'm very well crafted. She's very well crafted. Her story is good. But I'm saying in terms of the legacy, because you have this fucking fourth gen of fucking (laughs) sidekicks. James, it's Wonder Woman. Legacy doesn't matter. I know. But, like, you have this fucking, like, fourth line of sidekicks where you have Damien, you have Wallace, you have Kimiko, you have fucking, um, like, Yara now. Like, John kind of qualifies, but they kind of pushed him over in the corner somewhere. Like... I'm tired of this weird fourth generation of fucking heroes. Like, there were people here before you, damn it. Like, I'm sick kids of it. Have, let kids have their characters. 
That's why Diane is the one who's here for us. <laughs> no, Cassandra's here for me, and I don't respect her. It's stupid. Oh my! Hey, y'all just She's keep trying to exclude. Here. I'll just keep trying to exclude people. I'm just like, bring everyone in. If we're going max estrogen here, just bring everyone in. Oh, yeah, no, like, like, everyone, my thing is, like, everyone can be here. It's an anniversary. Like, I didn't bitch when fucking Damien was on the cover of the Jim Lee cover for um for the, the Batman anniversary. I said, cool, make sure everybody's there. Hell, I didn't bitch when he was on the Robin cover. Like, he's, he's, he's a Robin. I don't like his ass, but he's a Robin. So it's like, why the fuck, like, is fucking Cassie and Donna not in the trial of the fucking Amazons? Because you keep making unfair comparisons to Damien, who's a piece of shit. He, he, he is a piece of shit. You're oh right. He God. is a piece of shit. Oh, you know, like, and if you're going to be here, you need to join in on the Damien slander. All this, the show literally all, always is just Damien slander. Uh, do I have slander in me? Am I allowed to do that? Yes. Whenever you are here, you are allowed to slander. Like how we, we slandered Xi Jinping before. Fuck that Winnie the Pooh looking Chinese yeah. leader. <laughs> okay, that I, slander sounds fair. My big thing with Cassie is I just, I don't like the origin. And it's just it doesn't fit with the rest of the universe where you know these women are you know amazons and we're doing the you know the different tribes thing and then there's just and then there's just the girl who went to zeus and went make me an amazon please and okay okay, but where's donna I, i i will agree with that i think donna needs to be here i think she's been really ignored for several years now her entire Meredith. existence. I'm thinking more of the Meredith Finch Wonder Woman run. I'm just saying in general, like every time she's in a book, they keep rewriting her origin, and I want to stab yeah. somebody. Honestly, um, though, I do think Donna would probably would have been better than Artemis at least, or not Artemis. At the very least, at the very least. I think the only reason Artemis is actually here is because she is from one of the other Amazonian tribes. <sighs> Okay. Um, all right. So, so we've bitched about that for a hot minute. But in general, yay! Wonder Woman's getting her own event book. Cool. But where are my girls? Anyway, um, I will at least say this. I will say one thing that you cannot disagree with. Leave Cassie alone. It's not Amazon's attack. Oh yeah, we have to cover that yeah. at some point. Oh god, I forgot we have to roast that at some point. I keep forgetting. We absolutely that. have to roast that at some point. Uh. Hey, Anne, do you want to come back and help us torture Travis with Amazon's attack? Uh, do I have to read it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, oh, you haven't read it? Oh, never mind. I, I don't want to make you read that. I the first issue because I oh. saw Amazon's. I'm like, oh, oh honey. This and then oh, I'm honey. like, what the fuck am I reading? Oh, honey. <laughs> what oh, is oh honey. It goes all downhill from there. You thought oh, that honey. was... They found a way to dig through the center oh. of the earth to oh. lower it even more. Oh, honey, you, you're Aww. so pure. You're so pure. Um, all right. Back there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, final topic of the evening that Travis has been waiting for: um, the return yeah. of Battenson has arrived because, and they even admitted in, in the uh, in the, the the panel that a year ago we first got the Battenson uh, first trailer and they ended fandom with it, and they did it again this year where they ended fandom with Battenson. And I gotta say. I've never seen a, a, a trailer for a movie where I couldn't tell Colin Farrell was Colin Farrell. Exactly. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> That's the biggest thing I took away from that trailer was how the fuck is that Colin Farrell? <laughs> like, <I> just... <laughs> 
And the best part about that whole trailer was, I'm still just like, I don't care about another Batman movie. And then that end scene with Penguin in the car, and he fucking thinks he killed Batman until fucking, um, Battinson rides out of the fucking flame with a muscle car like he's Vin Diesel yelling family. And he just fucking runs <laughs> over this motherfucker's car. And you see him just roll up with the flames behind him. And I'm like, Okay, you, you have my attention now. Guitar. <laughs> right, like, you have my attention now. I will tolerate this. But it's like, like, like up until that point, I, I, I haven't cared about this movie. Like, I, I really didn't need another Batman movie. And, like, yay, Zoe Kravitz. I'll watch for Zoe Kravitz. You didn't but... care about it when we saw the last trailer? No, dog. I, I'm so what? Dude, I'm so, I'm I so cared about of, it. I'm so sick of Bruce, dude. I just can't do it anymore. But, this like... Okay, but, like... We're getting emotionally damaged young. No, say it. It's emo Bruce. It's emo Bruce. It's well, Bruce is always emo. We're not talking about this. Is it like I was gonna say this is like the difference between like AFI and My Chemical Romance, Bruce? You know what I mean? Like, like Bale was definitely an AFI kind of guy. We're getting <laughs> My Chemical hockey Romance, pads. huh? I'm not wearing hockey pads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, but now we already watched Battinson beat the ever living shit out of a Joker goon, probably until he was cripple, because yeah. that's what Bruce does because he's that damaged. And now this yeah. time, there we have to see Andy Serkis freaking out about I shoot people. <laughs> but no, like no, for real, like I did ask was very much just like. Okay, a new Batman movie. I'll probably watch it on on like Blu-ray, but I wasn't gonna like flock to the theater for it. But like this trailer, that final scene was fucking badass, and also this fucking mm-hmm. theme song they're giving Batman, I, I that 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 that, 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 that uh, Nirvana, but like creepier, right? Like that theme song, I was like, okay, and then like Zoe Kravitz is being a badass, and I'm like, okay, and then I I, saw gotta, f- I, I have to say it out loud and on air that I've copied. Her dad's aesthetic for my entire life, just to get a crush on her in adulthood. What the? What? What's going on here? Victoria made a joke uh, when the trailer came out, and you see Zoe Kravitz down there, really doing the feline thing. Mm-hmm. That you know, this is going to be a very Michelle Pfeifferian, if that's a word, performance where she Michelle actually, Pfeifferian, which which actually goes to kind of give the character more personality. Mm-hmm. And Victoria made the joke that as the daughter of Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet, she felt that Zoe Kravitz was just biologically engineered to be weird and that this was going to be perfect for her. That's fair. So That's right. why I've heard that put. That's fair. So, you know, like, up until this trailer, because, like, I got fucking um, What's-His-Face as Alfred, which, which looked fucking badass. Um, yeah, you got Andy Serkis as Alfred, which I was very skeptical about, but seeing it done, I was like, okay, so you're basically giving him the Arkham Origin speech. Good job. Um, and then you see fucking Colin Farrell not being Colin Farrell, and I'm like, okay, I'm in. I, and also, the Riddler looks like he's gonna be like Batman the Animated Series Riddler, where he's not fucking Jim Carrey, but he's a character. And I'm like, okay, I'm in. I mean, like. <laughs> Like I'm in. I don't like. I I need some good shit. So no. Um. And we're at the end of the show. You're the guest. How do you feel about Batman? Before I let uh, Travis gush. 
Like, I love this trailer. The moment that brought me in was that scene where he's just walking down the hallway and it's like completely dark, except for when the guns are firing and you just see the guns firing yeah. and he into his chest. He doesn't give a shit. He yes. just keeps walking and he's like, you're going to get these knuckles one way or the other. Come here. Right. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite thing. That was the moment that won me over. I'm like, yes, okay. I love, that, I love that first like dude who tried to shot it with the pistol and he's just like the fuck and punches him in the face. <laughs> Something that I noticed that I think is really interesting and that I'm really excited to see is um we're getting Batman as a nimble fighter. Yes. Because, you know, ever since, you know, uh the Dark Knight returns, we've gotten this image of Batman is like a hulking behemoth. And he wouldn't be able to move the way he does if he was that fucking massive. And I think we got actually a decent look of that Batfleck. That they had Ben Affleck, you know, quadruple his body mass. And he fought like a tank. Mm-hmm. Like the scene in BVS where he goes to leap off the balcony after throwing the smoke grenade. He jumps like a tank. Like, So I'm excited to see what is clearly going to be emphasis on more combat choreography to get kind of Bruce moving as fluidly as he does in the comics. Hey, it's funny you bring up the Batten scene because there's a moment right at the beginning of like BVS where I thought that's what we were going to get when he's like up on the ceiling and they look up mm-hmm. to him and he just kind of like zooms over. I can't think of like a better word for it. And he just like glides to the other side of the wall. Mm-hmm. And I'm like that. I've never seen a Batman move like that on screen before. And that was incredible. And I think that this trailer gave me a lot of that. It's a Batman yeah. that's, you know, coming to get you and he's not going to waste any time and i think that's terrifying in its own right yeah all right travis you may gush now have fun uh i i honestly what got me hype was when, as soon as i saw that they're gonna have a, uh not only is there gonna be a, a murder mystery through the riddler but they're also gonna have him fighting the the larger criminal element that is organized crime in Gotham, mm-hmm. what I'm assuming is regular sized cobble pot. I'm guessing. <laughs> Batman, um, he, he's. I want to see him reclaim the whole status as detective. Right, and so that we're gonna get to see that through Riddler. Yes, and I'm really excited to see Matt Reeves bring the Riddler into a light that's not so cartoonish, because admittedly, since like his conception riddler's been a fucking joke right like, and like there's only a few different like uh writers who have pulled him out of obscurity and made him some shit like you have right. fucking you have snyder who did zero year and tried really hard to make the riddler some shit you've had other writers who have tried that like every once in a while you'll get someone who has a really big boner for, for riddler and wants to make him some shit but it's so very few and far between that everyone just makes him a joke. But now you have this opportunity to, because, now granted, I don't like Gotham. I don't like that 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 gay erasure they did. We don't like to talk about it, but we, we, we don't let it slide. Uh, because we're, we're, it's for the sake of the argument right now. Um, the, the way they did the rise of Nygma in the show was kind of cool. But... It didn't, it still tried to add that little bit of like jokey, like, I don't take myself seriously that Nigma should have. Nigma right. can be a fucking badass when he wants to be. Like, uh, up until Arkham um, Knight, where, where he kind of just like flew off the fucking handle and had a weird ass like VR headset, like in Arkham Origins and Arkham, uh, like, uh, Asylum and City, where he straight up is doing some really gangsta shit. Like, he is straight up proving that he is a threat 
and not just oh i'm the jokey i like to make riddles guy like you, no uh have you played the batman telltale game uh the sequel series enemy within I don't need to hear Troy Baker as Batman, so no. But the thing is, is that the first episode deals with Riddler. And <laughs> it is one of the best Riddler performances I've seen. I mean, it's Riddler as quite literally the tortured Batman. Oh, shit. Damn it. I don't want to yeah. listen to Troy Baker as Batman that- and, ha- and have evil Tiffany Fox and have, like, what? Harley Quinn be a weird femdom. I don't want that. No. But let me, let me put it to you this way. One of the Riddler traps is some guy in a tube and as each one of his fingers is strapped in. And for every uh, question that Batman gets wrong or doesn't answer, a blade will go through and slice, slice off the tip of his finger. Oh, shit. Oh, he's so, got ten tri- tries. That's nice. Yeah. And so it's really kind of like that devious madman, you know, uh, he locks Batman in one of those same tubes, but the floor heats up and he has to see an image scratched into polarized lenses. Oh. So, I mean, I'm really hoping we get kind of the Riddler's inherent sadistic nature in this Batman movie. There's an opportunity here to take him out of being like, for some reason... Uh, a more of a joke than the literal clown that uses clown gag shit. Right. But into yeah. more of a... a, a I want to see Riddler in like a jigsaw kind of sphere. Ooh, yes. yes. And that's... um. You can jump me back to that Telltale series. That's what it is. That's a really good example. Okay, sweet. And um, see, bring up the fact that it's so hard to make this guy, you know, work. It's because he's yeah. such a smart character that you have to have a smart writer to match him. Yeah, exactly. you can't pretend to be smart. You can't pretend to write the Riddler yet well. You have to actually know what you're doing. Oh and- my god, it's like Tom King didn't write the best Riddler. Tom <laughs> King was a fucking joke. Oh god, it was awful. Tom King does that to Gotham a lot. Like, and I know you, I I, I know you like his Supergirl run, but Tom King is a fucking joke. I'm moving past it. What we're gonna talk about instead? (laughs) (laughs) Just don't Um, read Heroes in Crisis, and you'll be okay. I just, why would I do that? Is his James look at me in the eyes right now? (laughs) Do your best. Supergirl book even any good? Because exactly, it's good. See, with the way Tom King writes women, it sends me running and screaming. No, Mary, let me be really honest, because I had that same thought. I almost wrote an editorial article before it came out, just like how panicked I was. It's actually done very, very well. You didn't pitch that to me, and then she read it and changed her mind. That's, like, like, it's very much like Tom King spent, like, a year and a half writing that fucking Batman book, and it was (laughs) super bad. I would just, I, I hope with this Supergirl book, Tom King took my writing advice of women don't need to be psychologically tortured to be interesting to mind or or we don't need drugs that make people as powerful as fucking captain adam what what i I just that's why i've been so afraid to read strange adventures because i saw a mr terrific was in it and i was like you fucking bastard you touch mr terrific i need to break your hands like, this is not fair play. <laughs> right, this isn't fair play. So it's like, I, 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 like, I just, he's done so much fucking damage. But anyway, I'm not going to break Ant's heart. Um, so, all in all, DC fandom was a very interesting experience this year. Like, I was talking about the end before the show that it wasn't just a bunch of Zoom calls this time. 
So, like, there was a few Zoom calls, but it wasn't, like, nothing but Zoom calls. And, like, the cast of the Suicide Squad t doing trivia questions. Like, they, they actually put a lot of love and time into this and tried to make it something that'd be worth having every year, which is awesome. So, I'm excited to see what next year brings, if we do get a next year. And, honestly, I want it to just get better. Uh, I want it to have more, like, involvement in terms of, like, things for everybody. I, w I hope we're next year we d we don't keep having this thing where January solicitations are like eighty percent Batman, and we actually can say that we have a more diverse lineup for our comic books right now. But I don't know. Uh, well, so obviously they can say whatever they want; they just don't have to follow through with it. <laughs> right. So you yeah, know, um, all in all, I was pretty satisfied with fandom. Like I'm getting real tired of the whole like the Batman ends the fandom, but. Otherwise, otherwise, it was a good show. Well, to be fair, after this movie, it's probably going to be either Diana or Clark doing that. So they would have to do something with Clark. Yeah, right. Like they don't like they don't want to give fucking what's his face money, so they just haven't done anything. Um. See now, like now that I know that Anne appreciates my Smallville, we can like do a whole episode on Smallville. I'm very excited now. Um, and I like, a few more weeks, and I'll get done. Yes. And and I will enjoy boycotting that episode. Oh my god. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, also, we need to figure out what episode Am wants to come on for the panel to panel versus the new 52. We gotta figure that out. Oh, um, I don't know if there's enough alcohol in North America for me to go through that without crying. Well, well, well seeing as it's a, it's a six-part series, Mary, you're gonna have to buckle in. Um, so, my, so, so folks, um, thank you for tuning into this brand new episode of Panel to Panel. We will be back next week. Oh, not, not even next week. Uh, later this week, because well, this week we're having two episodes, because, um, like, probably we'll, we'll release this one, uh, Monday and have the second one be, uh, Wednesday, where tomorrow we, uh, we will be recording our, uh, like, continued coverage of LGBTQIA plus History Month, where we will be talking about America Chavez, so get ready for that. But we want to make sure we didn't miss, uh, DC Fandom, and we are here, and we will be having some good fun. So get ready for that. Um, and you are the guest. What is your closing statement for this episode of Panel to Panel? Oh, shoot. Um, <laughs> we can I was, come uh, back. I'm about to say, plug some shit. Like, like talk about like, some shit. Um, yeah, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at Ann Comics. And, um, check us out over at the Comics Collective. At CMX Collective. We have a new episode coming out this week where we're talking about Mimetic, which is one of our horror stories for this month. So that's going to be very fun. Everyone loves that silly sloth meme. So it's going to be great. We're going to have a lot of fun. Also, women, good. So there we go. Yeah. Is that All it? Right. Is that good? Ooh. Yeah, that works. Oh, good shit. Um, did you have a fun time on this episode? <laughs> yes, I did. I had a lot of fun. It's always Sweet. fun to talk about nerdy stuff with people who like talking nerdy stuff. Excellent. <laughs> All right, Travis, what is your closing statement of this episode of Panel to Panel? Episode, it's actually um, five. I fucking resent James for skipping over one of the best things about fandom. Oh, yeah, what? you skipped Titans. <laughs> no, not Titans. Oh, Fuck no. Titans. I mean, Batman Titan, Titan. Crusader. Oh, How okay. do you no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm oh. not a fucking, I'm not endorsing Bruce Tim porn. I'm sorry, I'm not doing it. No, 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 no. This isn't just about Bruce Tim. James Tucker too, motherfucker. Okay, JJ Abrams is involved, and I uh, write sure. and, I, and I give you JJ Abrams. Yeah, right. we have, we have, we have Bruce Tim and JJ Abrams, JJ Abrams versus James Tucker. Like that's a uh, hard pill to swallow. Bruce it's Tim like, and James Tucker together. 
So yeah. OG Batman animated series and Batman Beyond animators together on the same animated series, and you don't want that? Fuck you, James. We're beefing. I, I, I think Mary and I agree that Bruce Tim is a curse, and we don't want that anywhere near a Batman I mean, anymore. Fuck the person, Bruce Tim. I need the animation. Get someone else besides Bruce Tim to copy his style, and I can do that. <laughs> I, I would like to redo my ending. I feel like I need to match that energy, and I didn't. So, um... <laughs> oh, Barry, what is your closing statement for episode sixty-five? Um, my closing statement is um, I don't have a lot of experience with marijuana. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but um hey these are delta eight gummies you know it's i'm in indiana these are delta eight gummies they were purchased legally so not doing anything illegal but um something you know james talked about is that it is you know currently lgbtq history month we've been doing um a series you know kind of a series basically on individual characters we did astronio a few weeks back and um, I'm, I feel like I'm going to cry during the latter half of that episode with just how horrible everything turned out. Yeah, and, that, and then tomorrow we're doing America. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, James and I are also working on a special project. Well, I've been working on this project for God knows how long, and I dragged James in with me. Hi. As that uh, we're hoping towards the end of October, early part of November. Is that where we talked about? Sure of launching um my dream project it's an lgbtq comic book podcast where we just cover everything um so you know please look forward to that it's going to be character studies it's going to be um uh story breakdowns you know we're just going to try and cover particularly the superhero realm as a whole excellent so oh, the show the show's called rainbow cowl yes so get ready for that fucking awesome thing that I, I've been so proud to let that Mary ask me to be part of because it's going to be fucking awesome. Um, my closing statement, as always, is support your local comic book shop. Uh, comic book shops have great things uh, like uh, League of Comic Book Geeks or Comixology that you can support them and get your pull list and do all the good shit. So please make sure you support your local comic book shop because we don't know how much longer we're going to have them. Um, and yes, people, I know you love your digital books. But like I said, Comixology has affiliate links. Even if you don't like the sweaty dudes at your comic book shop, you can still support a local comic book shop by using an affiliate code. Even if they're across the fucking country and you think they're a pretty cool comic book shop, you can use the, the Comixology affiliate link to support them. So, from there, uh, my DC fandom-related uh, closing statement um, is, yay, my bleeding heart for Titans continues because season four was greenlit, but this show is fucking horrible. Um, soon we'll be having a miniseries where Travis and I review every episode, so get ready for that. Uh, we'll not be there for that. I hope you know. Which, no. wait, hold, hold on. What did you just drag me into? Nothing, tra <laughs> no, nothing Travis. Nothing, Travis. I will um, not watch DC's Riverdale. <laughs> Travis, run. Anyway, um, uh, but in general... We love comic books, and we're, we're, we're going to be always celebrating them. So uh, don't forget, folks, you can catch us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Digital Radio, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Amazon, both Audible and uh, Amazon Music, uh, Pandora, just anywhere you, you can listen to a podcast. Besides um, SoundCloud, you can, you can follow us. And soon we'll be on Facebook as of tomorrow. So we'll, we'll, be, we'll be, as of this episode airing, we'll be on Facebook. So get ready for that. Um, just in general, 
please enjoy this content because we love being the weirdos that sit here and cuss and drink and get high and enjoy comic books, but it's not an uncomfortable environment. We are literally making sure that we're a bunch of queer people and a black weed head who just love talking about comic books. So please enjoy the show and we love doing it for you. We will catch you folks next time right here at Panel 2 Panel. Peace out.